The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. minute, I was going to play something completely different, and literally, as the news was coming to an end, I thought, no, let's start the show as we mean to go on, 
um, by playing um, the uh, lead track from 1977's Pacific Ocean Blue, the uh, uh, only album released by the drummer from the Beach Boys. And it's it's the best solo album any of the Beach Boys ever made. What a song. What a start to the show. Thank you, James. Thank you, Ash. I'm saying that uh, just as a filler while I'm trying to get my brain into gear. I'm still feeling a little bit fragile after the sharting um, and everything that has gone with it. And uh, my sharting has gone viral. About 6,000 people have watched me sharing my sharting experiences. I mean, you must be proud. Very, very proud. Ashamed and proud at the same time. That's the uh, dichotomy within which I live most of my life. Um, But still feeling a little bit fragile and uh, not have much sleep. Let me just set the scene, guys. Let me just set the scene. Um, Not have much sleep. And was on Loose Women's Day, which was great. So I had to get up early. I had to get up at at, at 7. Got the kids up. I took them to school, which is great because I've not seen them all week. And it was lovely. Um, and then straight to Loose Women. And I had um, a, a driver. Oh! Yeah, I had a driver. That was his neck. Who um, had the heating on full blast. Beautiful. And then he was doing that thing of, when he was driving in London. Here's the, here's the thing I've learnt in London. And I learnt this again tonight when I tried to take a shortcut. Right? But at the best, shortcuts will get you there in exactly the same time. At the best. At the worst, they'll get you there later. And instead of just following the direct route through through London to the, the, the London studios, he's like zigzagging, zigzagging, zigzagging. And I'm feeling... And I'm not feeling great anyway. And I'm, and I'm for some reason, ever since I came out of the jungle, I get really bad motion sickness in cars. I don't, I don't know what happened. Something happened. But I terrible motion sickness if I'm a passenger in a car. So I'm feeling terrible, blah, blah, blah. Then did Loose Women, which was, was silly and was ridiculous and was was the most fun I've had in ages and paid, if you saw it, it paid way more than I'm getting tonight. And it was a joy. And I had a, um, a, an alcohol-free cocktail made by a proper cocktail man. Oh, was there stuff in that? I thought you were acting drinking. No, I, I, well, the, the, all the others have booze in. And then he said, if you want, I'll knock you up a, 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 a oh. alcohol-free one. So the one I was doing was acting. Yeah, but it, but it was, was empty by the time they came to you. So oh, yeah, no, because I've been drinking it. I've, I've been slurping it. I thought it was one of those, mm, that oh, was delicious. No, 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 I've been slurping it. It was great. It had like, grenadine and vanilla and all kinds of Oh, it was wonderful. Um, and i tell you what was nice. Was the, the warm welcome I got from um, celebrity psychic Christine Bleakley Lampard. Because um, I met her ages ago, right, on um, The One Show. I mean, but that was years ago. That was before David Cameron was Prime Minister. So you do the math. Um, and I saw her and she was... That's the most amazing world. She said, Ian, it's so lovely to see you. She stood up. She came and gave me a hug. That was incredible. And all the time I'm thinking... But you knew 9-11 was going to happen and you didn't tell anyone. If, you, if, you, if you've been listening to the show recently, you'll know what I'm talking about. That's not just a cruel aside. That's actually a fact. She dreamt it. Yeah, she, she predicted it and she didn't bother telling anyone. So, you know, that's what I was, I was thinking the whole time. Um, and then, then went home. And again, they, you know, I don't, I, these are first world problems. They gave me a, a, a car, a driver took me home. And he had the heating on. And he did the thing that really annoys me when cab drivers do this. It was a private firm. You know. He'd locked the windows. Oh. He'd locked the windows. So you do a little sneaky, you know, to try and flick it to get the, the thing, but he'd locked it. Can I do a quick side note? Yeah, sure. Side note. Ian likes cars really, really cold, like to the point where if I take him somewhere, by the oh. time we get there, my hands are blue. I do, I do... Because um, I like it toasty. I do like it cold. Um, but your car has 
um, um, by sexual heating appliances. Yeah. So you you can heat your side and I can cool no. my side. So that doesn't really be... work that well though, because well, if you put the chiller on your side, it turns mine down. The chiller in Manila. Um, so basically, what I'm saying is, I still feel a little bit queer and um, a little bit queasy. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm not firing on all cylinders, guys. But we're going to have a show tonight. We're going to bloody well do a show. Yeah. We're going to. Oh, and another thing. He's not going to go on about it. No, 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 no. Well, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're here Monday to Friday till one o'clock. You you phone up. Probably free in most packages. May cost you pennies. You'll speak to Sam. He'll take your name and number. Doesn't even know what you want to ask you what you want to say. He'll call you straight back. Okay. Um. So oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But. I am dealing with a great personal um, upset in that someone that I really like who I thought we were going to become friends has unfollowed me on Twitter. Now, I don't want to say who she is because um, I know you lot and what you lot will do is you will go and, well, my vampire, no, 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 and it will become a thing. I don't want it to become a thing. But it's someone who I've met a couple of times and has been very nice to me and um, even asked about coming on the show once and I sent a DM to, wasn't re- responded uh. to. And um, she's un- she's unfollowed. I just saw today she's unfollowed me because I, I, I just clicked on her name, hovered over her name and, oh. She's got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Let's not give, I don't want to give clues. No, but, you know, busy, busy. Um... Well, no, she's made, listen, here's the thing. She made a conscious decision to unfollow me, and that's fine. And, of course, of course that's fine. You know, I unfollow people, you know. I only follow, I think, 29 people, you know. Um, and I, I get rid of some of them from time to time. So, that's, of course, it's fine, right? And in the great scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. But I can't help but um, be, uh, you know, I'm a sensitive soul, uh, you know, full of self-hatred and self-loathing and self-doubt. And I'm thinking, what did I do what wrong? Did you do? What has someone said? To, what has someone said to her about me? Nah. What? What? Um, oh God! Really? You know? It th- might just have been that she wanted a round number. Oh, I don't, I don't, don't look now. I mean, she's still following about a thousand odd people. You know? It's um, anyway. It, it doesn't matter. But that these 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 are the things that concern us in uh, the 21st century um, in, in our way of living. Lots to talk about this evening. People you've, uh, uh, people you've um, muted on Twitter, people who have unfollowed you on Twitter. Have you ever... If someone has unfollowed you, have you ever um, approached them and said, what, what was the unfollow for? I'll tell you what was great, and I was, I was really pleased he did it was when I um, unfollowed everyone, as I do from time to time, and then I, because I just like to clear, I just have a couple of days of following no one on Twitter. And then I followed a, a smaller number than I was, there are about four or five people I didn't follow again. And um, one of those people I didn't follow again, through an oversight, was Jeff Lloyd, mm-hmm. the, the um, fab broadcaster. Fab. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely fab. And he sent me a text saying, can I ask you a question? Why have you not followed me again? I thought, flipping it, well done, man. Because he suffers from the similar um, uh, social anxieties that I do. And I don't think I could have asked that question of him. Um, and I was really proud 
that he had asked that question of me. And it was genuinely an oversight. I did mean to follow him again. Of course, you say that. It sounds like an excuse. It sounds like bullshine. But I did mean to follow him. But I was really pleased that he felt um, uh, comfortable and confident um, to do that. So if if, if anyone's ever unfollowed you, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know why this is in my head, but if you've ever... um, uh, if you've ever sworn at a rock star or or um, an actor, and it's got to be sworn at, I don't want arguments. I don't want... This is really specific, and I don't know why this popped into my head. But if you've ever sworn... And it can be a, a swearing in, um, like, a comedy kind of uh, swearing. and uh, Or it can be, um, you know, in anger. You know. Serious swearing. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever sworn a, a celebrity, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And also, and by the way, I've thrown this stuff out. You can call in about anything you want. You know that. We'll carry on doing um, unnecessary cover versions because we didn't really get stuck into that last night. And also, when have you when have you dropped to swear in like a, a, a in a in a group situation? You and you've just totally misjudged the group that you're with. And so you've dropped an F-bomb, an S-bomb, I'm going to say it, a C-bomb. Wow, that's a serious misjudgment. Because it's a bold move, dropping yeah. a C-bomb within a few minutes of meeting a yeah. group of people. And I've done it. And, and, and I'm normally good at judging the vibe, and you can get a big laugh out of it. But but also you can get a... Sorry, what? Uh, you can just get... So any time you've ever um, dropped a swear... Uh, in front of a group of people, and it's just um, it's just failed miserably. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. And of course, you can call in about absolutely anything. I've got some stories from the papers that we'll look at. You can call in about Big Brother. You can call in about um, your day at school or your day at work, or you can call in and say that you hate your your your, your husband or your mum or whatever. You, you can call in about anything. <laughs> Freud would have a. It's like a. Um, um, uh, 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 what's that test? Uh, Roshash, the the the, the picture. The splodges. Yeah, what's it called? Roshar. Ro, 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 no, don't Google it. Don't Google it. What's it called? Um, Alan, no. Alan, what's the test called with the the ink? The Rosak ink? test. The what? Rosak test. The Rosak. Ros Ros Rosak. Rosak. I think it's Rosash. Yeah, that's the one. There we go. Hang on a second. Da- David, what's it called? Oh, I'm not listening to the show. What are you on about? Raw sash. Raw sack. Raw sack. A raw sack? Raw sack. Raw s- I think it's raw sash. Raw sack. If it was raw sack, you'd remember. 0344. If you can call David back as well, please. 0344 499 1000. What is the raw sack test actually called? Um, this is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle, only on talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You know what I think we're going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. We've got um, Russell Mail from Sparks coming on, which is great. Um, we'll do straight to air tomorrow. OK. Fancy that? Yeah, why not? And then what we'll do... What we might do Monday... It depends if we've got Joel Domit in, because I don't want to do it if we've got Joel in. Uh, one day next week we'll have uh, new callers only. We'll, we'll do that. Hey, that's a good show. Yeah, we'll do that because we haven't done that since I got back and we've got lots of new listeners and some of them might feel it. So we'll do a new and newish, which is, means if you've um, you never called or you've only called a couple of times, we'll, yeah. we'll do that one day next week and we'll flag it up. But tomorrow, three hours of call straight to air. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Normal rules apply tonight. Good evening, David. 
well, Ian, um, oh. I've rung in a couple of times before. I don't recognise the voice. Well, you might not, because this is the first time I've ever rang in sober. OK, there we go. That's nice. Yes, so, oh, thank like you. i first time call. Yes. Um, so, you mentioned earlier yes. about inappropriate swears when you're meeting people. For yes, the... I did. Yes, I did. Have you done that, David? Oh, yeah, just last week. Go on. Um, so, there was a group of people in the pub, like, a, a lad that I know, his girlfriend brought her in for the first time, and she was speaking about a family holiday that she'd been on to SeaWorld. Yes. And I said, oh, SeaWorld. I said, if I ever have a strip club, that's what I'd call it. You know what the C stands for. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it didn't go down well. Did it, did it not? Um, I mean, did, and did you say what the C stands for? Uh, I think they got it. OK. Well, OK. Um, yeah, it's a small mercy. You didn't spell it out. Yeah, that could have, that could have made things a whole, uh, a whole heap worse. Um, and have you spoken to this young lady since? No, I've, um, I've stayed away. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably... Are you now hoping that she gets dumped? Yeah, come on, Roop. Dumper. 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 <laughs> thanks for calling, David. I'm winning a rover now. There we go. Thanks for, thanks for calling. All the best. Bye-bye. There we go. He's going to end up being her best man. Oh, man alive. Only on talk radio. <laughs> 10.21. Send him that clip. There we go. You I've see. already got it down, You mate. got it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, I mean, they're all, they're all queuing up for us tonight. Um, let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Ending well again today. Not as good as the other day. Yeah, Kath, Kath told me she busted you. You haven't really got Parkinson's. I was doing really well the other day. What, what, are they give, what are they giving you that cured your Parkinson's? They just give me an extra dose. An extra dose of drugs. Oh, man, alive. Well, double down on those drugs then, buddy. Oh, doing well. Yeah. I'm doing really... I just need to calm down. I get excited occasionally. Of course you get excited. You're talking yeah. to a TV legend yeah. here. Legend. Celebrity. Legends. Big star. A-list celebrity. A-list. A-list. Let's yeah, not go mental. Shut up, man. I'm A-list now. A-list. A-list. A-4. Oh, was he just saying A-list as in YouTube? I don't afford to come here anymore now. No. I don't to come do personal appearances. No, I don't. Well, I, I, um, I'd love to get some... You know, for, you know, for appearing at a nightclub for an hour, you can get mm. about ten grand. I don't think oh, that's... Jesus. I don't think that's your sphere oh, anymore, I would, is it? I would do that. I would sign boobies. I sign boobies. I can't um, ride though, my hands are all over the place. Yeah, well, I, I, did, I did sign a booby once. <laughs> did you? I signed a booby once. I think I may have signed an, uh, an a-hole as well. Well, an actual... No, you didn't. Not an a-hole, but bottom. I got um, the guy from Slipknot to sign my arse once. Corey. I don't know. Corey Taylor. I, I, could, I couldn't read it. I did. I got a bloke from Slipknot to sign my ass. The danger these days is it's not just about a bit of harmless fun. They go off afterwards and get it tattooed on, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I no, but I did. I did sign a boob once, um, just for the, just just to see what it because someone I was like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, did you have to put a book underneath it? Yeah. You know? No, no. It was, it well, was, they do wiggle about. That's all. That one didn't. <laughs> that one didn't. Did you hear about this wolf? The what? The wolf escaping. Oh, the wolf escaped near Reading. Yeah. What they're not telling you on the fake news is that it ate three children. But don't, don't worry. The wolf, the the the, um, the 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 lumberjack chopped it open, and the three children and an old lady hopped out. Yeah. So that's how that's how wolf's intestines work. That's all the intestines are 
tree. Who even looked at the tree? Well, they're now suggesting that the wolf was released deliberately. No. Yeah, this is what they just said on the news at ten o'clock that they think it was it was released deliberately. Who's who's doing that? That is brilliant. That is brilliant. All the kids in schools were told to stay in because there was a wolf on the loose. What's the time, Mister Wolf? What more? Get your plane pressure for a wolf. Something next to school. What did he say? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm just going to nod and go, yep. No, what, what Smiley's in planning province gave permission to build a wolf sanctuary next to school. Oh, we gave permission to put a wolf sanctuary next to a school, yeah. It might have been Mr B.B. Wolf. Yeah, as, a, as ideas go... It ain't the uh, it ain't the smartest what one, is it? What was the school made of? Straw? Yeah. Yes. You need to be friendly and be sociable. I don't want... Why is he fenced if he's so friendly? Why do we have wolves? Why don't we just I- eradicate them? Because they're not nice... They're not even nice-looking creatures. When you go to, um... Woburn Safari Park, you drive through, and you drive through the wolf enclosure, and it's just like dogs. It's yeah. like ugly, do- ugly... Scraggy dogs. Dogs, yeah, scraggy dogs. Scraggy dogs. I'm going to cut you off now, Joe. Give me that spell to the country. Here's you. I'm cutting you off. Thank you, my darling. There we go. I'll be done. Oh, dear, listen to that. Um, oh, look, my my um, phone's not doing what I need. We'll do that in a minute. I need to go and give my my uh, lead. This is the thing: the the charging leads for uh, for phones. They've got a built-in obsolescence. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you talk to Kadir? Oh, I, come I, on. You talk to Kadir. Hi, Kadir. Hi, Kath. Go on, then. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, well, I'm oh, brilliant. Um, no, I just had a... I, I, I had one of those where um, I, I was a bit inappropriate. No. Um, my friend Matthew... Sorry. Um, my friend Matthew, he, um, he, he, he became a Christian, and he introduced me to all his new friends, and they were, like, very Christian. So I was using my normal dialect of, like... Oh damn this! And for God's sake! And they got very offended over it. And I even got kicked out of a, a group chat over it on the old on the old Facebook side of things. So it wasn't even real swear words, Cass. It was just it was Ofcom approved words. I don't believe you. Why not? Because no one gets it's, offended it's by made... damn. Honestly, if you search Matthew Innerton, he's went to like it's it's a it's a Bible camp in um. In, in America, yeah. and it's called Gay- Gailey Bible Camp in Tennessee. Right. Um, I can tell you the name of the Bible camp. No, it's all um, right. It's all right. So it, was, it sure, wasn't just, just sure. that he found Jesus. He found it in quite a, quite a hardcore way, by sounds of things. Well, they were, they were sort of travelling anyway, and he went there for a couple of weeks. Um, but, but obviously he made some new friends. He's current girlfriends from this camp, obviously, um, She's in America, so that's that's sort of a, a different story. Right, I'm losing. Do you know what the the, the vibe isn't right for the, the the vibe isn't right. The vibe isn't right. Everyone that's called in, thanks very much, but um, no, thank you, not not now. The vibe isn't right. Do, do you know what I mean? The, yeah. the, the the vibe isn't right. The vibe's not How right. How are we going right? to restore the vibe? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel we've got off to a, to what many presenters. I just got rid of everyone that called in. I do apologise. That's quite rude of me. But I just need to. I need to do something. Um, and, and many presenters would have considered that an adequate start to the show. I consider it subpar. Mm. I consider it subpar. So what we're going to do? We're going to have a little. Uh, uh, we're going to go to the break a little bit early, and we're going to have a little rethink. 
and we're going to come back and we're, we're going to we're going to do something. So let's go to the break. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hey, look, someone's just... Donna, look what Donna's just done. Look at that picture Donna's done. That's amazing. Hey, that's amazing, Donna. Hang on a minute. Thank you. Hang on, I'll just, re- I'll just retweet that. Thank you. Uh, spell the word thank you. That's amazing. Um, the vibe is just feeling a little bit flat, Kath. It feels a little bit flat. And that can only be my fault. And that means we need to do something to try and um, um, kick up the, pick up the vibe. So I don't want anyone to call in for a bit while we um, recalibrate and we, uh, I, we work out what we can do. And this might be a dud show tonight. You know what? Sometimes, guys, I have dud shows. Um, uh, so it might be a dud, or it might be an absolute doozy. It's going to be one of the two. It's not going to be mediocre. I'm not giving out a mediocre show tonight, and that's exactly where we were headed with that first 30 minutes. Would have been mediocre, and I don't want that. I either want to soar to the heavens, or I want to go down in a blaze. So, what are we going to do to increase the vibe... On this, uh, uh, on the show tonight. Ah, oh, man, what are we going to do? Should have, we should have thought of this before we, we came should have, on yeah. That, that's, that's my bad, as the Americans might say. Um, my opening monologue was a bit flat. The, the calls, no disrespect, were a little bit flat. So we've got to do something to, um, to, to raise it. Uh, we're going to do straight to air tomorrow. Um, and I can see everyone's ringing in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But no, no. Do we do new callers now? Do we do new callers I, now? I'm I, up I, for that. I'm, I'm, I'm taught that. I'm erring on the side of that. I'm slightly concerned that I might have scared them away by having a, or, a breakdown on air. Just here's now. one. Yes. Do we do shy callers only? Well, what does that mean? Well, I get right about five times a day. I get a, t- a text message, or, sorry, a tweet from someone yes. who says I'm too chicken to phone in. Yeah. And I think sometimes they worry that they're going to get, you know, going to get ripped a new one. Oh, I haven't ripped anyone a new one for ages. I know, I know. But they, you know, if you're, if it's your first time... I just, well, no, because I just think the shy callers, we need, we need something spectacular. OK. Not, not timid. That's a great idea for another night. But we need... Let me take this one. I'll take this one. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Can we play Taste Like Food? Um, well, uh, <laughs> um, no. It would be funny. I don't know if it would. I think it would. Okay, um, shepherd's pie. It tastes like food. Um, uh, avocado. Really funny. No, it don't taste like food. Okay, no, see, it didn't work. It didn't work. Didn't work. Brave effort. Yeah. A very brave effort there from one from one brave soul willing to put his head above the parapet. Um. All right, brainstorm. For, uh, for the next five minutes, th- this may not work. For the next five minutes, I want your calls, dear listener, on what we can do. I'll take, I'll take these. I'll take these. I want your calls. You, you just come straight through on what we can do to kind of lift tonight's show and make it something a little bit special. Okay? So you just phone up 0344 499 and, and it can be anything, right? It can be anything. And I tell you what. No, yeah, okay, right. Line one, you're on the wireless. Go on. We can do to 
Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. What do you want? I I got burgled. Uh, I'm just talking about burglary, that's all. Who was, did we, were you talking about burglary? No. No? No? OK, fair enough. All right, thanks for calling. See you in a bit. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit. Was he trying to smuggle a topic past me? I think he might You were been. talking about burglary. <laughs> I don't think we were. I don't don't really know um five minutes phone in let's let's have a brainstorm guys what they what they call in america spitballing um and see any suggestions on what we can do uh tonight's show to um to just kind of give it a little something because we we may spend the next two hours 25 minutes trying to find this elusive thing you know and, and it, it may not be out there but um i just oh god do you know, I just want to do the best radio show that I can, and I don't know if I, I don't know if we can do it tonight, and that's uh, that's that's frustrating me, that's disappointing me. So let's just take we'll, we'll, we'll just take a couple of minutes to call straight to air with you. Just I, what I want is your suggestions, dear listener, on what we can do to make this show significantly better than the first thirty-four minutes of it have been. Okay, and it can be anything. It can be. Um, stupid, it can be brilliant, it can be a rubbish idea, um, and it, it might just one of your ideas might stick, or it might trigger something in me and Kath uh, 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 or, or Sam, and it might just it might just trigger something that um, that takes us in a different direction. Let's try this one. Go on, line one. What you got? Well, we may as well just do straight to air all night. No, we're doing that tomorrow. Do something else tomorrow. You can have a think then. Just do straight to air. No, no, no. I don't. Because I, no, I tell you why I want to do straight to air tomorrow. Because it gives people twenty four hours to have a think about what they might do. Well, well give you twenty four hours to think about what you might no, do. No, but I don't want to think about what I might do. But you were just saying you you should have thought. Well, I, I, well, may, maybe I shouldn't have thought. But maybe me doing this thinking on air is the thing that's going to. Who knows? The the last two hours of this show might be the most incredible bit of broadcasting that that we've that anyone has been involved with. Good luck, mate. Thank you very much indeed. I like that. I like that. He's not buying it, and no. good for him. Why should he? But w- th- this this uncertainty, this self questioning, this on air production meeting might be the thing that tips us over into genius. Could also be the thing that tips us over into me getting a phone call from my boss going, um, yeah, uh, you need to put a bit more effort in. Uh, go on, line two. Say no to strangers. Say no. Okay, no, okay, right. Um, uh, what that, that there is a perfect example, right, of me trying to avoid tonight doing stuff that i've done before and this is my greatest downfall is is i always try and avoid stuff i've done before and um yeah go on line one hi there yep um sit that ian yes hi ian um can you do like 1980s television 1970s tv and um that infinite consciousness as well um, I think the answer to that is no. Line two, what can we do to make the show any good tonight? Why don't you accept calls from only celebrities? Because <laughs> we we never have any celebrities phoning in. Ah. But well, why don't could we drum up the attention? Say that again? Why don't we drum up attention on Twitter and get them to tune in and then phone in? Well, because celebrities are like... Um, 
they're like they're, uh, rare beasts, and um, you got you've got to be careful tempting them out. Yeah, but you've got like a different caliber of celebrity as well. That's easier to attract, like Paul Denan or. Oh well, Paul Denan's coming. Paul Denan's coming on at some point. I like Paul. I've got a real soft spot for Paul Denan. He's such a nice boy. Um, I like Paul. I like Denan a lot. Um, I said, why, why are the press giving Davina McCall a bit of a hard time at the moment? There's a picture. There's a thing in the, the papers today. It's a close-up of her, her forehead, like from six months ago and from yesterday. Has has Davina had Botox to um, make her forehead smooth? First of all, who who cares? Secondly, who looks at foreheads? Who who's got? I, I'm looking at your forehead now. You've got a very smooth forehead. I've n- I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever looked at anyone's forehead. I, I've n- I can't remember. I'm looking at Sam's forehead now, and it's it's a weird thing. I'm now suddenly hyper conscious of foreheads. It's a weird. What's my forehead like? God, do I need Botox in my forehead? What is that about? I'm hyper aware of everyone's foreheads because of this weird thing that's having a pop at Davina. And there's been a few. Is, is she is, is she got a book out or something? Because there's um there's a there's a there's she's been in the paper a lot she's for nothing. A, I think she's got a fitness DVD out. So they're having a go at her forehead. I have no idea why she's in their sight. She's the least offensive person you can think of. I love Davina. I think she's one of the greatest people this country has, has thrown up that works in in broadcasting, and we're we're obsessed. With her forehead, I thought her forehead, both before and after, was a great forehead. It was just, if you can have such a thing, it was a sexy forehead. I mean, I don't know. There must be people, if you can think of it, someone someone gets turned on by it. There must be people who get turned on by foreheads, forehead porn. (laughs) There must be. (laughs) The forehead. Oh, the forehead. Um, And then he said something really inappropriate there, and I remembered I'm going mainstream. Go on, line one, what can we do? Yeah, you're too slow, buddy. Um, line two, what can we do? How's it, John? I reckon you should get Betty on. Betty's a lecker, old guy. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that. People saying we should get such and such on, it doesn't work like that. We, we, we're not going to go around booking guests, you know, booking acts to phone up no. and do their turn. It doesn't work like that. Barry phones up when Barry wants to phone up. Go on, line one. Oh, hello, Ian. Uh, you could do a subject where you ask your uh, members of the public that are listening if they could uh, if they could only eat one type of thing, uh, would it be sweet things or savoury things for the rest of their lives? Okay, well let's put let's try that line two. If you could only eat one thing, would it for the rest of your lives? Would it be a sweet thing? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I want to do this tomorrow. Hello? Okay. Um, right. Better than Danny? Yeah, I'm not better than Danny. Oh, cheers. So, I'll just get the one for you. She's got the nicest, like, soul ever. Mm. Hello? 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 Who's this? Uh, it's Rob talking for the Ian Lee show. Uh, okay, I'll talk about the psychosis. Okay. 
It's a weird. What's my forehead like? That's what I need both of on my forehead. What is that about?
I have. He's upstairs. He's a French golly, and I love him dearly, but I'm ashamed. He's in a box under the bed. Okay, and um, at what age did you get this French golly? I think we call it a, a golly in French. His name was Gigi. He was called Gigi. So what what age were you when you got this uh, particular toy? Well, I would say about three or four. He's got a blue pair of trousers and a yellow top. Okay, and uh, what do you like to do with him? Well, nothing. He's in a box in shame. All right, okay. Um, well, that's probably the best place for him. Um, it's a very interesting topic, though. I think we'll almost certainly call you back on this one. So it would be, have you got a racist toy that you're ashamed of? Have I got that right? Absolutely on the money. Good evening, okay, sir. Just one sec. Let me just make a note. Okay, then, yep, yeah, we've got your number. We'll call you straight back. Beautiful. All right, thanks for the call. Oh, oh, this sounds good. Tell me about yours. Caller. Caller. <sighs> so, I had some ideas. If only I had someone to tell them to. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Jacked them <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So we'll do straight to air tomorrow. I don't think people are saying do a love bomb and, and uh, do... I mean, I do I do like if you've ever been in love with a racist toy. But I tell you what we're going to do tonight. I don't want any phone calls tonight. Me and Kath are just going to chat. And um, uh, from time to time, if I look up at the screen... Sam, um, come and sit in here with us. Come and sit in here with us. Probably on that one, I guess. Whack that one up and um, give me an out time. Then we, when you're ready, come in and sit in with us. And we'll just have a chat. And from time to time, if I look up and I see um, maybe a number I don't recognise or a name we've not seen for a while, we'll just whack them through. But otherwise, we'll just sit and chat. Oh, should yeah, we, should we do that? Yeah. Um, and let's just see where that takes us. Because I really don't... I don't want to... I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to repeat myself. And doing a Periscope Love Bomb would be nice, but we've done that. And doing the Straight to Air, that was fun, but I really want to do that tomorrow. And... Uh, new callers, I kind of want to give that, you know, a couple of days build up so that people can, can kind of think about maybe phoning in and things like that. Sam's coming in. Sam's never comes in and sits with us. It's all a little bit higgledy-piggledy. You, can, you, get, you get that wherever you can. Don't worry too much about the cameras because it's a radio show first and foremost. Um, as we, we kept telling them at the BBC. <laughs> but but we've got to get it trending on Facebook. Well, things don't trend on Facebook, and it's a radio show, first and foremost. Um, and we'll just... We'll, we, we'll just I, I just don't want to repeat ourselves. When I first started doing... And nice to see you, Sam. Hey, you too. Yeah, you're right. You're good. When I first started doing stand-up comedy, I thought that you uh, every time you did um, a set, you had to do a different set every single time. So my first few gigs, um, it was like only like five, ten minute slots. But I would go and write a brand new five, ten minute slot and and go and do it. And Dawn I, French said the same thing. I was listening to her really? on, yeah, on um, Richard Herring's uh, Leicester Square oh. podcast. Yeah, and she said that she and 
you know, um, Jennifer Saunders, yeah. were going on, went on tour with the boys from the co- uh, the comic strip. Yeah, she said, and it took them ages to work out that they didn't need to be coming up with a new. Yeah. She said we were writing every day, Isn't trying to funny? turn it around. Isn't that funny? And um, but so I sort of, st- I sort of still feel the same thing about doing this. You know, it'd be so easy to do. The same old, you know, there's, I mean, I feel a little bit of a cop-out doing Call Straight to Air from time to time because that's kind of a, a safe thing that I know will be funny. But so I'm, I'm, I need to do something a little bit different. Sam, you've been working on James Whale's show. Yeah. Um, James wasn't in today. He does the, sh- the show from home from sometimes because of his hips and because of his hips and because of life. Um, but he was in yesterday, and it was nice. It was nice to see him. Yes, first time I've seen him since like November. Sometime. Yeah, and I, I've not seen him since I came out of the jungle. And if you you watch yesterday's Periscope, you see us um, having a little chat because I set the Periscope um, up a little bit early, and someone um, retweeted it and wrote, "Oh, there's a really awkward. Let's go for a coffee chat between Ian and James. You know, one of those like." We should go for coffee. Yeah, sure. Um, and it was awkward. And I'll tell you why it was awkward. It's because we've both got stuff going on that we didn't want to say in front of the camera. You know, and I said, James, just let you know, this is going out live. You know, because I know he's got stuff going on. He knows I've got stuff going on. So the reason it was awkward wasn't because it was a, we didn't really want to go out for coffee. It was because we actually, we had a lot more that we wanted to say, but we didn't want to say... In front of the kids. In front of the kids on the old um, uh, the old periscope there, you know. So that's that's what that was. So have you got James's phone number? No, but I could probably obtain Have it. you got James's phone number? I don't know. He said, well, maybe he was fobbing me off. Cause he said, oh, get my phone number off someone and then give us a call. Well, no one's got this phone number. I shall have it. I can, yeah, I can get hold of it. Uh, yeah, 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 get it because I'll, I'll I'll give James a call over the um, over the weekend. I think will be the thing. So this is what we're going to do tonight: is we're going to sit here and we're going to have a chat about I don't know. Have we got a few minutes yet, Sam? I'll, I'll give you a good thirty yeah, seconds cheers. head head start as to when we've got to go because Sam is normally out there answering the calls and has a clock in front of him. You have no clock in front of you now. I'm assuming there's nothing no, in front of you. No, I feel lost. Beautiful. No, it's good. I'm the only one that's got my eye on the time. That that's the thing about this studio, right? Yeah. You could do the clock there because I yeah. can never t- I have to look over my shoulder the whole time. Yep. Well, there's. Um, well, you, well. And then I get blamed for having poor timing. <laughs> well, your, your time. No, but even when you sit here and you can see the clock. You no, to, that's balls. You, you, you start. Balls. You start like long monologues um, or duologues, trilogues, trilogues, quadulogues. quadrilogues. Is that what did that be? I tell you what my boys what do. Are you, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say sit on that. Wow. My boys, um, uh, one of the... Oh, we'll do, we'll do it in a minute, because we, we, you, you should go next door now, Sam. You've got a minute <laughs> to go. Remind me when, when we come back to talk about jinx. We're going to talk about jinx oh, yeah. when we get back, because this is the big thing in my house, and my kids do... Anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm going to say, uh, for the first time, I, th- I think the first time ever, I don't think I've done this before, uh, please don't call in. Um, it's very, very unlikely we will take your calls. We certainly won't call you back tonight because Sam's going to be sat in with us for as long as you want. And if you want to wander off, Sam, you you, you know, you go and do what you want, fellow. It's up to you. You feel more comfortable sitting out there. You you sit out there. Um, yeah, don't wander off. No, well, exactly. Be yeah, careful because no, he's a millennial. <laughs> He'll take you at your word. <laughs> you can sit out there if you want. Um, 
And um, we'll just have a chat and we'll go through the papers and we'll talk about life and stuff. And um, occasionally, if I look up at the screen and see a number I don't recognise or or see a, a name that I particularly like to talk to, then we might we might invite you in to chat. We might not. We'll just see how it goes. So I'm not going to give out the phone number. Um, I'm not going to give you questions and topics to get you calling during the news um, because I haven't got anything like that tonight. So instead, I'm just going to say, I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative, and it's only on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So we're just going to see what happens tonight. And already, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing. I don't want any phone calls tonight. We might take some calls as the evening progresses, but I'm, I'm not really feeling that vibe. Some people are getting really upset by it. Some people are getting really upset by the fact that I'm trying to do something that doesn't fit into certainly the, the standard pattern that this show follows. If this show could be said to follow a standard pattern, and certainly not w- what you would expect from a national late night um, phone in radio show. So, so d- d- someone on Twitter called Radio in the UK um, is is having a pop at me, saying the show is crap tonight and it's a fail and a bore and all of this kind of stuff and making up stuff that I haven't said and lots of lots of nameless, um, uh, faceless people on uh, Twitter are having a pop. Um, and I suspect I know who those socks are. Um, but here's the thing: you're still listening, guys. You're still listening, and the reason you're still listening is because you have literally no idea what is going to happen next. And do you know the reason why you have no idea what is going to happen next? Because I haven't got the foggiest clue either. Haven't got a clue where this is going to go tonight. And it it could be one of the greatest shows we could all, you know, in a year's time, be celebrating this show and going, do you know that show we did? Or it could be an absolute car crash. And do you know what? I'm prepared for it to be a car crash. This is one of the great things I have learnt as I've got older is I am not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid of failure because, you know, if I keep doing decent shows, all right shows, I ain't going to learn nothing. If I do one that's a stinker, then there's there's stuff that we can take away from it. So tonight's show's going to be a little bit different. Um, we're going to sit here. Sam is joining us in the studio. Sam, it's nice to have you here. Thank you. Catherine is uh, here as per usual. Um, and we'll just, we'll, we'll just sit and we'll chat and we'll see what, what happens. I don't really want phone calls, but I might take some at some point. I don't know. Now, the thing I was going to say, Sam, do you know what Jinx is? No. You don't, you've never played Jinx? No. Nope. So Jinx, you might, you, you'll know. Well, only because my daughters do it. Did you and not they've do explained the rules to oh, me. Oh, as in Jinx, if you say the same thing at the yeah. same time, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, how and how would you break a jinx? You've got to say their full name three times. Oh, three times. So uh, there's all these slight variations. How would your girls break a jinx? It's just saying the other person's name. Just say the other person. Say first name and last name. Um, and I wonder if it's if it's a southern thing. Whereabouts are you from, Sam? You're from South London. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if it's a southern thing because we used to play it as kids in the seventies. Um, so those who don't know, if 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 you say two people say the same thing at the same time. Um, say cheese, 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 jinx, right? And now she can't speak. And it's wonderful um, until someone says her first name and her last name. And um, my boys, you, you walked into that one. You totally walked into that one, you sucker. Catherine Boyle. Thank you. My boys have started playing this, right? Mm-hmm. But they do... Um, it, so, but the whole, the whole of my life seems to be them go... them. Saying something, like tricking the other one into saying something, then saying jinx at the same time. So then they go, 
how do they phrase it? Because when I was a kid, me and my sister used to go um, double jinx, triple jinx, quadruple jinx, pentajinx, uh, and then I would never know what the sixth one was, and so she would always get me. But they... Um, sex to jinx, wouldn't it? Uh, um, what do the boys say? Because it goes up... I think they just say two jinx, three jinx, four jinx, five jinx. And it goes on for flipping. And it's, you, you've got them going, 25 jinx, 26 jinx, 27 jinx, 28 jinx. It's just for ages and ages and ages. And they're constantly... But at least it stops them like farting on each other and fighting. Well, I, I don't know if it does. I've told you this weekend, this Sunday, it's the youngest's sixth birthday. And um, I'm converting the house into Ultimate Beastmaster. Oh. Coupled with American Ninja, have you seen either of these shows, Sam? Is it, what Ninja Warrior is that? The, no, uh, American is that Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And uh, but Ultimate Beastmaster, Ultimate Beastmaster is tougher. Yeah. Than than American Ninja oh, Warrior. Oh, so much more. Right. It's like an actual uh, platform game. Right. So Super Mario, basically. Okay. With human beings. You have to grab coins on the way as well. Oh, you have to hit um, boosters. Okay. Like yeah. with one hand, while you're holding on to what is essentially like a dado rail, a tiny, you know, just with the tips of your fingers. And it's super, supermen, basically. It's mm. supermen that climb up um, walls like little mountain goats. They do that for fun. Some of them do it for a living, don't they? There were some that were professionals. Yeah, professional boulder climbers. But there is uh, such a thing, apparently. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. But it's so exciting, and I don't know why, because I don't like sports, but I don't know why I get such pleasure from watching um, men, because the women are never... None of the women ever complete the course, complete no. the course. Um, from watching men put themselves... And I really want them to do it. It's not that I want them to fail. I want to see them succeed. I like it when the cocky ones fail. You know, there's always one who's a bit too elaborate, and you go, right, you're going in, mate. And he fails on the first one. Is <laughs> always the funnier. Yeah, and then on that um, Beastmaster thing, there's also... They do these kind of run-up... Um, films so mm -hmm. and it tends to be the ones with the longest films are the ones that take the shortest amount of time to fall <laughs> into the the water but it's not water it's not a, sw a swimming pool like in um ninja it's beast blood it's, it's the bit is the blood of the beast <laughs> yeah. which is a little bit nasty um, isn't it hey here's a thing right here's a thing talking of blood of the beast right when i was a kid when i was about 13 14 15 i was quite into black magic and i had um we'd read my dennis wheatley and, of course, the Unexplained magazine. Mm -hmm. And would also... I had a book on um, uh, spells and incantations. Of right? course you did. Of course I did. Of course I did. I got in terrible trouble because my debt master, Mr. D Mr. Dunn, was a born-again Christian. Um, um, and he, we, got, got, we got in terrible trouble for being into black magic. Anyway, so here's the thing, right? Does um, drawing a pentagram, right, and summoning up a demon... Mm. Does that actually work? And has anybody done it in a laboratory and filmed it? What? <laughs> um, I would suggest <laughs> yeah. that it's all balls. Right. But... Yeah, but. Exactly, but. If the person doing it believes yeah. it enough... Yeah. They could end up doing themselves some damage with it well, because no, they could on. convince themselves well, no, that no. things were happening that weren't. No, no, no. Yeah, no. you can't convince yourself that you've been anally entered by Lord Beelzebub. I bet you can. Himself. Well, no. Uh, I mean, um, you're, you're, you know, you're at your most um, potent 
magically, and I'm, I'm using magic with a K, um, you're, you're most potent at the, the moment just before an orgasm. Is that right? Yes, sex magic is a thing. Is there science behind that? Well, this is what this is what I don't know if there is science behind it. There is certainly a wealth of literature mm. a bit behind it. But isn't it. that all about encouraging people to um, like lose their virginity on on moonlit heaths and stuff? Isn't that all just about you know, just? Well, I don't know. It uh, is, isn't it? No. The, the, oh, the... there's one way we can make it magic, <laughs> but you've got to be ready, ready to no, make the ultimate no, sacrifice. No, 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 no. The, no the, well, the ultimate sacrifice is to, is to, to kill you. No, I think virgins, a virgin's blood is um, is magically potent. You know, so if you sacrificed a virgin, mm. that would be magic. But I think um, basically any old man slag and lady slag. <laughs> I think. Oh my god! I, I think they can do the magic. I think they can. I think they can. It it, it, it creates a heightened sense of um, of it fo- re- real focused energy. That's what it is. It's a real focused energy. Um, Focus uh, on it, your own. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Um, I was just wondering if I could talk about uh, what we're talking about. Well, if you turn your radio off, you might stand a chance. Um, my radio is on. Yeah, I know it's on. That's why I'm asking you to turn it off. Oh, can you turn, can you turn the thing off? Oh, it's hard. Turn it off. Quick, kick you or listen to you. OK, what would you like to say? Um, I just think sex is amazing. What makes you say that? What, what make, makes you say that? Yeah, because uh, I, I suspect you've never had it. I've never had sex. There you go. Virgin, but I just think it's sick. I, I'm a virgin. You're a virgin? Yeah, but I really would like to um, do it. OK, OK. <laughs> well, there's, there sounds like... Who's that gentleman there with you? Uh, it's my boyfriend. OK, well done, well done. That's that, And that's why I don't really want to take callers tonight, because, you know, if you, you're not going to talk about... We're talking about sex magic, and but so here's the thing, right? So there must be people believe that you can summon up a demon, and you, there's all different ways. It's basically you draw a pentagram, you have candles, and you have to do these incantations. Speak a lot of Latin. Speak a lot of Latin. Um, uh, blood is always a thing. So I mean, I'm not in any way advocating going and killing a virgin, but slitting the throat of a chicken or a goat. So animal sacrifices is a is a big old contender for this, um, and then you summon up a demon, right? Now, th- th- there are books written about this, and people have done it. So, people must believe that it works. Okay, that you can summon up a demon. Mm. So why hasn't anyone put it to the test scientifically? Why is, why is, like, forget, forget, right, just take a break from finding a cure for cancer, right? Because they've been at that for years, right? And it's slow going. And that's got to be a miserable job. You go home from work. Every day is a failure. You go home from work and your wife says, any, any cure? No, 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 sorry. I'm probably still another 20 years away. So they should just have, like, a fun weekend where they clear the, the laboratories of all the all the cancer petri dishes, all of the, the stem cells, all of that, and they draw a pentagram on the ta- on the floor. Right. They get one of the monkeys from the from the lab. Oh no! There's, 
This is what they're doing. Worse stuff to it anyway. They're injecting it with anal cancer. Wow. Um, and then they, they do a... They do it. They go, right, when they, they get the, the books and the manuscripts and they do it all properly. Right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Don't they need to be shaman rather than scientists? Well, no, I think anyone can do it. Oh. It's, 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 anyone can do it, as long as you've got the right words to say, the right Latin to I've, say. I've only ever seen films, not documentaries about it, and in the films it's, like, yeah. so powerful that if you well, don't know what you're doing, even if you are a clever scientist, it will still blow your head off. <sighs> it's potent stuff. I would like... Because it does happen, it does happen. People do this. Is it illegal to do black magic? Can't be. I don't think so. Can't be. Because I mean, that, that would require believing in it. Well, the law won't believe in it, will well, they? Well, no. Okay, fine. Well, it's illegal for us to perform a hypnotism or a seance on the air. Mm. That's but illegal. That's more about outraging public decency, isn't it? Um, well, well, the hypnotism is that is you you might put someone under, yeah, um, which is possible. The seance thing, I don't. It's about it's about yeah. outraging public decency. It's about upsetting religious people who don't. Oh God. It's twenty seven. It's twenty eighteen. Twenty. Yeah. It's twenty eighteen. You know, let's have a little bit of tolerance to those that that don't believe fairy stories. You know, and that that, that want to speak to their dead nana using a Ouija board. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it would be interesting. Uh, were you never into this as as young people? No. Yeah, I used to believe in all that stuff. We found um, on the Bath Road above um, a mechanics. We found a black magic shop, and we used to go there and um, buy all kinds of, you know, tarot cards. And my mum bought a magic pyramid. What's that look like? Well, it, well it's pyramid. It's a pyramid. But again, it's all it's all to do with focusing energy, right? Mm-hmm. And psychic energy and universal energy and all this stuff. So, the, but the, it is believed that the pyramid is a focus. For um, for the universal energies, so it's. I mean, she had it for years. It's where this, did she keep it in her bedroom? It's this tiny little cardboard pyramid, but it's got silver foil around it and symbols on it, and you're supposed to put things underneath it, and it would um, charge them. It would it would cast spells on them or something. I remember for years she had my dad's wedding ring under there, and that I don't know quite what, what that was, was supposed to have done. And it certainly didn't do what she was hoping it would do. Um, and um, it, it, so I've just seen the, the tweet. I've just tuned into Ian Lee, and I've landed on him talking about sacrificing a virgin. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rems. Um, um, but uh, it, 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 so. And that we would go in there and we would buy books and we would buy all kinds of, of, of magical paraphernalia, um, hoping that... It, now, right, OK, let's assume, let's assume that 99% of it, absolute guff, absolute rubbish, nonsense. That means that 1% of it works and is actually... It exists and works. Right. Can we... This is what we need to find out, Catherine... Can we, and I don't want to go to a haunted house anymore. I don't want to go on a ghost hunt. Can we find some black magicists, black magicians, magicists? See, this is the thing, right? I think it's balls, right? And and remember when we went to the... um, the Haunted Pub, I thought it was balls as well. Uh, well, well, But at the same time, I didn't want to call out 
You called it out better than me, because I was thinking it was balls, but I was going, oh, yeah, that's a bit spooky. And you're going, ah. No, what I mean is calling out the names and stuff. Oh, yeah. I felt really, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And when you say, let's go and find, let's go and do, I'm like, I don't want to do black magic. Okay, well, I'll go and do black magic. I will go and I, this is the thing, because I imagine black magicians are very secretive. Sam, we're going to go to a break in a little bit, so you, you okay. gently, in your own time, move through. There's no rush. Um, black magicians are very secretive. But I really would like to go and watch them doing a session. Not a sex magic session, but like summoning a devil and stuff. And, oh, no. And killing a chicken. No. I would, I would, well, can you find a black magic group for me? Have a look online now. No, because it feels like the beginning of a horror film. No, c- c- come on. It was such a pudding. Go and find a black magic group for me now. And let's let's um, see if we'll see if we can give them a call tonight on the show. That's what we'll try and do. Um, and I'll go there, and they should know we want them, shouldn't they? No, they, what, that doesn't make sense. That uh, it's like the, um, the 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 line that you say say to a, uh, a psychic, well, "Who's going to win the lottery?" It doesn't doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, so see if you can find some black magicians. And if they'll let me go... And they can remain anonymous if they want. And um, I'll go and... Um, I don't think they're called black magicians. I think they're what, called, like, what witches. Ma- All right, then, fine, witches, then. Um, and we'll see what we can do. Oh, uh, no, I'm not giving out the number, because we're not doing that. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Um, we're just, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm frustrated by my lack of innovation um, tonight, and uh, you know the the constant laziness of falling back on on the old tropes. So we're chucking everything out the window tonight. Tomorrow we're going to do three hours of call straight to air. Uh, so that'll be fun and stupid and silly, and we kind of know where we're going to go with that. Um, uh, but tonight, a really flat first thirty minutes. Uh, my fault, you know, not in any way criticism of you people who've called in at all. It's my fault. If the show ain't working, it's down to me. Cast to a certain extent, but primarily it's down to me. You know, we, we're the ones that make the show. Um, so um, we're just chucking everything out the window. Um, don't really want calls, but if I see a number flash up that I don't recognise or a name I've not seen for a while, then I, I might take it, and we'll see if you know they're welcome to join in the conversation. Um, otherwise, me, Kath, and Sam uh, doesn't normally get to speak on the air. We're just going to. Uh, there we go. That was great. That was. Uh, you heard that on Periscope. Hopefully, you didn't hear that at home. But just in case that that, that didn't go out, uh, that that did go out. Apologies. Don't like swearing going out. It's never what we're here to do. And and and, and you know, you can do better than that. But well done. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Colin Williamson isn't enjoying it. Desperate stuff from talk radio tonight, says Colin. Oh, Colin Williamson's always moaning. Is he? Let's yeah. have a little look at his, his history. Oh, Colin Williamson's that prick. Yes, the one with the <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, Colin. Colin... <laughs> I, I'm not going to launch into Colin. But Colin has been listening and for moaning. months. <laughs> um, here's one. There we go. There we go. Let, let's go through this um so we go to um the 11th of november get a grip this is utter rubbish from ian lee um we go to 
the 24th of August. Ask the boss tomorrow what your audience ratings are and let us know. Might be interesting. That was just before our audience figures went way up. Um, uh, he's been listening for he's been listening for months and he just constantly slacks us off. Oh God Almighty! Um, um, my sister said just thank me for reminding her about the magic pyramid that Mum had. Um, Don Gibson on Twitter says I was invited to Uri Geller's house in Berkshire and I hate the fact his name is Uri, not Yuri. Uri Geller's house. His office was a big glass pyramid in his garden. You could see it on Google Earth. Um, and then someone has sent us, um, Louise has sent us um, a page from her her magic book about um, pagan magic, sex magic. Desire, this chapter is not meant for teen witches. It's strictly for adults. And, oh, look, I just tried to wipe that off my screen. I couldn't, because that pubic hair isn't on my computer screen. <laughs> Shut up. I swear to God, that isn't on my computer screen. That's on her book, on the sex... Look at that, I tried to wipe that off. <laughs> I tried to wipe that off there. It might be a cat hair. I don't want to be um, stereotypical. But... Desire is the force that holds the very atoms of being in place. To celebrate your lust, therefore, is to participate in the creative nature of the universe. For behold, all acts of love and pleasure are my rituals. Wow. <laughs> sounds horny, huh? <laughs> sounds horny. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, there's got well, to be something in it. It doesn't have to be any anything in it at all. But I'd... Um, I'd be up for it, but okay. Would you right? Do you believe right, do you believe in black magic and stuff, Catherine? No, I don't think I do. Sam, do you believe in it? Are you classifying stuff like Bloody Mary as a black magic thing? Yeah, what is blood? What is this Bloody Mary? If you say it three times into a mirror, someone's uh, someone allegedly turns up and well, some people say that she kills you. But um, well, have you tried it? No, and I don't think I, I don't believe in that sort of stuff. But I'll never do it. <laughs> yeah, Kath, I don't like you, it either. Kath, have you got a mirror? Uh, yeah, in my bag. Get me a mirror and I'll do... Uh, why would you not do that? Why would you not do... I'm going to do a Bloody Mary now. How does that make you feel? A little bit worried. Does it really? Yeah. Because you know nothing's going to happen. I know, but I but still... it still sits uncomfortable. Isn't that funny? Well, the thing I have to... I, the thing I hate most is just being made jump. And I know that... Because at home, if ever I do that, yeah. there's probably going to be someone nearby who's hearing it and yeah. is ready to sort of jump out and... Yeah... Make me wet myself. You would have hated when me and Kath worked at the BBC. We we saw it with a, um, a woman called Kelly Betts, and the three of us. You know, we'd get in at five o'clock in the morning when there was no one else in, and it was it was the, the offices were dark. We had to go and turn all the lights on, and the three of us would just hide in the dark and jump out on the others. And Kelly was great because Kelly would film it, so she's got loads of footage on her phone of us terrified but the best one to scare was Kath because you, you got you got Kath thing is someone could jump out and scare Kath and then someone could jump out immediately after <laughs> so I've got there I've, are videos somewhere on the internet alright so I've got a mirror what do I do what do I do you say bloody Mary into it three times yeah like Candyman and then just wait for like ten seconds I think it's okay to... why don't you do it no <laughs> well isn't that funny because we all know right that it's nothing that nothing we all know nothing's going to happen okay but yet you still won't do it and I feel a little uncomfortable doing it. Be- 
it's it's all it's all in the mind. This is yeah. the thing I, that I learnt in the jungle, right? Not I learnt in the jungle. That was made but painfully clear in the jungle, is the amount of the fear that is in the mind, right? The the scariest trial challenge. It's only a trial if I had debt with it. The scariest challenge that um, I was involved with, and it wasn't scary for me, but it was scary for Amir, was the one where he was dressed up as a cat. And he couldn't see anything. So this big cat outfit on. So first of all, his whole body was protected because it was covered in this cat thing. And he couldn't see anything. And I had to guide him through, um, like, a shop. I was watching security footage. And I had to guide him through. And he had to find get these things and put them in a sack. So, of course, in his head, he's surrounded by spiders and by snakes and by spiders. All of the, you know, worms and all of this stuff. And there was nothing there. There was nothing there. There was one bit where we had to get this thing off of um, a giant stuffed dinosaur. And I said, right, I was I was really describing, I said, right, in front of you, Amir, there's a giant stuffed dinosaur. It's a toy, the kind of thing your little girl might have, my boys might would love. It's about two and a half feet tall. And it's and he, and he, would, he would reach out for it and he'd touch it and go, ah! And I, he'd say, what, but what is really there? And I said, dude, I swear to you, it's just a giant dinosaur. And he's, he said, and I can't say it because his, his line was, I don't want to touch no effing bee snakes. And I said, dude, there's no effing bee snakes there. It's a thing. And it was all in his head. It was all in his head. And this thing about looking in a mirror and doing this, it's all in our head. Mm. Still not doing it, though. Do it. Do it. Go on. Come on, Sam. You can do this. You can do this. Uh, now, just, just to say, right, <laughs> if Sam dies tonight on the way home, we, we come in tomorrow and there's, like, um, Emma or someone out there, and we go, where's, where's Sam? Have you not heard? No, no, what happened? He, he, was, he, was, he was found with his face and his gonads ripped off. Whoa! In a, under, uh, under a train track. And... Um, there were, but his body had aged a hundred years. That'd be wicked, wouldn't it? Okay, I'm going to phone in sick tomorrow now just to scare you. <laughs> if you phone in, though, it kind of undermines the whole uh, thing, doesn't it? Didn't think that through. Unless you go, I can't get it. <laughs> go on, let's, let's be having you. Go on. Don't have to. This mirror is very. I don't know this. <laughs> bloody Mary, bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. I'm alive, it's a What is that? Go away. <laughs> and and look, nothing happens. Nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens while you're being watched. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> it, and, nothing, and nothing happens. And someone's just tweeted, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 so I'm keen. If we can find... Have you found any black magicians, any witches? I have contacted... I don't want white witches. White witches do my nutting. Well, no, I'm, con- I'm a white witch. I've contacted a woman in America who's, like, the go-to for all things Wicca. I don't want to go to America. I want to do it like, in Oxford or something, Oxfordshire. Oh, I was just going to get her on the phone. Oh, OK, an introductory thing. Oh, yeah, we'll get her I'm, on the I'm phone. I'm casting my net wide. Yeah. but I'm, you know, I don't, people are not up. I don't want one of the oh, black, black magicians. It's kind of up to... It's, it's half Busy. an hour. It's their time, yeah. Busy. Um... I, I, and I don't want a white witch because white witches do my nutting. And uh, no, we just we just can't. We just do nice spell. I don't want any of that. I want someone who's going. Yeah, we we slit a chicken's throat at the stroke of midnight 
in a pentagram and um, uh, we have sex in its blood and we summon up the devil. Those are the people I want to talk to. Those are the people. I'm guessing they might be a bit busy. Like catching they, a chicken. I don't know. If, I don't know if they, could you kill a chicken if you had to? If I had to, yeah. Well, okay. What? Would, what, what <laughs> because by its very nature, no, I would okay. have to. Okay. Well, would you want to kill a chicken? No. Would you not? No. Would you want to kill a chicken? I wouldn't want to kill anything. I would like to. Would you? I would actually, yeah. Oh, why? Well, I would, and I, I've thought about this a lot because I was a vegetarian for a long time, like twenty-six years, and I've been eating meat for maybe about four years now. And it's really made me question, uh, you know, f- food and where we get our food from and how it's farmed and how it's processed and, and, and what is acceptable and, you know, halal and kosher and, and how, you know, we, in inverted commas, kill me and what the differences are and all of this stuff. And it's it's also made me think um, that at some point I should kill something. If I'm and to eat it, not just for you know for shits and giggles, but but if if I'm if I am prepared to eat stuff that has been killed, then at some point I should probably kill something to see if I still feel comfortable eating meat. But you're not a professional, so the way you do it is going to be really bad for the animal. No, no, no. I, I would do it the way. Um, the way I believe professionals do it, I would stamp on its head. I thought they snapped their neck. Oh yeah, okay, I do it that way. <laughs> no, I would. You'd, I'd, well, this is it. I, I would snap its head. When I was up for going on Bear Grylls the Island, um, I, I was all about finding a wild boar and 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 slitting its throat. I, I mean, it sounds. Listen, it sounds. It sounds harsh and it sounds horrible and macabre, um, uh, but. That's the reality of food. You eat meat, don't you, Sam? Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's the reality of our food is... Um, it, it is it's killed. At some point, the meat has to be killed. Now, um, you know, in halal and kosher, you can argue, well, it, 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 it's perhaps crueler to a certain extent, but it's only by certain degrees... They're, they're still getting a bolt through their head, you know. There ain't no, there ain't no nice way around it. That sheep, that lamb, that cow is getting a bolt through its head. Mm. You know, it, it's not a nice thing. No, but there are methods do. that have evolved over years that are the most. Do you stun them? Well, stunning doesn't that stun them? That doesn't sound particularly humane. Yeah, but it's better than someone who's never done it before jumping on them and trying to snap their necks. Come, that's how you do it. Like that, you, and the thing is, this is what you have to do. You got to be, you got to be definite. You can't hesitate. You cannot hesitate. You cannot hold back. You, you've just got to think. I'm going to snap its neck now, and you've done it. And that is it. That's it. Nice and straightforward. I could do it, and I would. I would. Like is the wrong word, but I can't think. I certainly wouldn't enjoy. Maybe I would enjoy doing it. I don't think I would enjoy doing it, but um, I, I, I think that it would... I think it's important that if we're, we're prepared to allow animals to, to you know, make the, the ultimate sacrifice so we get a nice bit of pulled pork, who doesn't like a bit of pulled pork? Yeah, bloody hell. That we should kill an animal at some point. And I don't mean as well 
you know, shooting it with a gun from 100 yards, because that's... You've got to look it in its eye. But that's more for you than it is for the animal. Yeah. Well, well, all of it's So death. you're talking about it from a moral, like a moral obligation. No. But no. actually, this is about you, not the animal. I don't know if I'm talking about it morally. If I'm going to eat it, I should, I should be prepared to kill it myself, is what you But said. I don't know. I don't think that's a moral... I don't think that's a moral point. Totally. Why is it moral? You're talking, that's, a, that's looking at it from an ethical point of view. Well, ethics are different to morals. Oh, well. They're, they're intertwined. Well, they are intertwined, but I, we're arguing semantics slightly. I, I, I don't. I, no, I don't mean on a moral thing because if it, if I thought it was a moral thing, then I would um, kind of be ushering other people to do that. Yeah. And I'm not ushering other people to do that. I, I, I'm. This is my personal journey. I feel that if an animal is prepared to sacrifice itself for me, then I should be able to look an animal in the, in the eye and kill it. And see if I can then sleep easy after that. The animal isn't sacrificing itself to you. The animal's got no idea it's making any kind of gesture. Oh, man, we're getting into some heavy shit at 25 minutes to 12. (laughs) Not, though, is it? Animals just go... All of a sudden it gets on a bus. No, 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 they know. With its mates, and no. then it gets herded to this place that smells of death. No, they, but they know. <laughs> they know exactly what's going on. They, 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 um, the they go cat, quiet, don't they? They go quiet, and they start walking backwards. The cattle, when they're in the line ready to get killed, and they, they suddenly twig what's they going smell on. It. They start walking backwards, and they try and get out of there. That's exactly what they do. So they are making. I mean, it's a sacrifice. It's not. Okay, you know, oh, fair enough. Then that he needs a burger. Well, no, it's not. You know, it's not that there's something they can they can kind of back out of it. But they're, they're sacrificing their lives for us to have, you know, a McDonald's, a Mackey D's. We're using them. Um, yeah, go on, line one. Hi, uh... hello. Hello, yeah. Ian. Yeah. Um, I ain't got much credit. I'm just doing a quick call. Um, I'm just intrigued by everything you're saying tonight. Um, I'm a white witch and I'm a vegetarian, so it's like got me goat up a bit. You got your goat up? I'm one that, yeah, literally goat up. Put your goat back down. You don't want that. What's, 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 um, what's got your goat up? No, I'm the one that tweeted you with the sex magic. Oh, Louise! Yeah, it's Louise. Hello, Louise. I, I'm it's still looking. Might cut off in a minute. That's all right. Can we, we not phone her back? Quick? I'm sorry, but no, no, no so yeah, keep bloody. Can you phone me back. No, no, no. We're good because we're not going to phone anyone back tonight. So I'm sorry. Oh, no, actually, do you no, know what we will? Running out credit. Off, yeah, right. all right, all right. So go and give go and give Louise a quick call. Go and give Louise a quick call. And we'll do that. But don't, I'm not really that bothered if she's running out credit. To be honest, I just that kind of vibe I like about the show tonight. Louise, stay there. We'll find out whose pubic is on that book. <laughs> Um, and and more. Um, we're going to go to a break as well now, Sam. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to generate a bit of content, and I wasn't feeling it. I felt like a fraud. So um, tonight we've just chucked everything out the window. It wasn't really working, the show. It was a bit flat. Um, And and many other presenters would have considered it a solid start to the show, but it just wasn't going... It just wasn't 
filling me with joy and I felt like a fraud. So we've chucked everything out. I'm not really asking for phone calls this evening. It's just me, Ian Lee, good evening. Kath is here and Sam's going to come and sit with us in a bit when he uh, when he's finished. He's, he's got... he's Poor lad, he's got to do all the technical stuff out there, then come in and join in and, and, and we force him to do black magic spells and then he's got to kick him back out again. Um, now, is it Louise or Louisa? It's Louise. Louise. Thank you, Louise. Oh, so, who, so you sent us... I can't see your, your tweet now, because I've, I've just had to scroll through 200 tweets. But you sent oh, us a picture oh. of, of um, a magic book with a pube yeah. on it. <laughs> my dog's hair. Oh, OK. Yeah, it was your dog's hair. Actually, All right. Uh-oh. I'm a clean lady. Oh, okay. oh, oh <laughs> there you go. Well, that's... <laughs> Tidy work surface is always something we Come should be proud of. On. I don't what? do body hair. I'll just put that out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. OK, so give us... Because here's the thing. Uh, can I be... Can, I, can we speak frankly? Yes. Mr Shankly. Yes. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm mistrustful of white witches. Excuse me, sorry. Hang on, I've got my son echoing downstairs at me a minute, sorry. Just repeat yourself, sorry. Yes. I am, and this, I am mistrustful of white witches. Why? I don't get that, why? Because, what is the point? What, 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 what is, is the point? What is your why? What is my why? Yes. It's to help people. We do healing spells. We do love spells to help people find love. Um, we do it, like I said, we do healing spells to help people recover from illness and stuff like that. It's all about putting positive energy out there. But we all witches, you've got your white and your dark witches. You've got your grey area too. Yeah. So well, you don't have a grey area. You just said that you're shaved. Do, no. All witches have got a grey area. Oh, right, We're so... like... You, like you've got your yin yang, your dark, your light. Yes. Everybody's got that grey area. Well, hang on. There's no. There's yeah. no grey. Uh, <laughs> let's get pedantic. There is. There's no grey area in yin and yang. There's there's yin and yang. Yeah, which is your black and your white, which yeah. is representing your good side, your dark. Yeah, side. but there's no grey area in yin and yang. Okay, all right then. There might not be a grey area. <laughs> But I suppose we sort of like. <laughs> you okay. know what she means. No, no, but she's. I'm you know just. I want to get. No, I. No, I tell you why. Is I'm not. I'm not saying balance. this for a laugh. Uh, I'm not saying this for a laugh, Louise. I want to get this absolutely spot on. So I am going to pick up on things like that because I want to get this absolutely spot on because I'm. I'm. I'm fascinated, right? And I really appreciate you calling in, and I really appreciate you sending that picture. Okay, so so are you saying then that this grey area? You, you is it like being? I'm trying to put it into terms that, that I can understand. Is it like being tempted by the dark side? No, the, I've said the grey area just represents everyone in humanity. Bloody I suppose, if okay. you're going to put it cheesily. It's like everyone's got a good side, a bad side. Yes. But majority of people live on the sort of, in the grey area, which is like, you all think good thoughts, you think bad thoughts. Okay. So, a lot of white witches, sometimes, if we're pissed off, we won't go deep into the black side, which I suppose can get called, like, dark magic, satanic magic. Yeah. But if someone pisses me off, I will X them. And I've done that before. And I know you might think it's a load of bollocks, so you don't believe in it. All right, it. just... just, just Sorry, wait. am I allowed to swear? No, well, OK, well, I think we've used up all our swears for this month. Yeah, sorry um, about that. Uh, no, no, no. Well, um, listen, but so go on. What, what, so that that's not very that's not a very white thing to do, is it? Put a hex on somebody. It's not. But 
this is this is what I'm saying. People perceive white witches to be all angelic. With and, like, great power comes great responsibility. And fluffy and light. We we humans end at day. So oh, if, are you? if someone gets us angry, we're still going to deal with that in our way, but not as deep as someone who's into black magic would. Okay. So what's the what's sense. what's what would what. Would someone My signature call, if someone... I didn't ask talk... that. I, I wasn't going to ask that. I <laughs> want to know what, I want to know what someone yeah. did to warrant a hex and what you what hex you put on them. Well, this is exactly what I was just going to say then. My signature call is if someone is really irritating me, talking ill of me, or doing something bad against me. My signature thing, if someone's talking bad about you, my first call is to give them a sore throat so then they can't... No longer talk. But hang on, your, your, so your signature, talk. your signature move. My signature move is giving someone a sore throat. Well, that's that that's not very white magic. I would call you, I would call you black magic woman. That's not black at all. That's just being like. It's quite black. No, that's that's great. Giving someone a sore throat is giving someone a sore throat is grey. I'd, yeah, that's great. I'd go well deeper than that if that were black magic. Yeah, she'd choke him. Yeah, but that's the, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's no, not breathe. But, but surely grey is is. And so... I never use no animals anyway. I'll just put that out there because I'm vegetarian. You oh, find that a lot of witches are vegetarian because we are connected to nature and animals. Yeah, but what if a, if, a, if a dog pissed you off? Would you put a hex on that? Heck, I love my dog. I love my dog more than humans. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's why his pubes are on my book. I don't think dogs have pubes. <laughs> Pig, pigs do. Pigs do. I've seen them. <laughs> okay. So, what, what, what is what is the worst? What is the worst? Could you like give someone? Um, could you give someone like cancer? I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't ask that. Could you? I don't know. I've never tried. Is there? Is there a spell? To give someone a disease like that? There's spells to do bad things, but I've never personally wanted to do that. That's all I'm going to say. I don't believe you. There is. I don't know. I know. I believe that there are spells spells to give people bad things. I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't believe you've never done it. No, I've never. I'd never do that. I don't believe you. Why? Because. Why do you not believe me? Because, right. You, you, you're a very emotional... I've never wished death on somebody. That's horrific. Well, hang on a second. Like, I've like not... Said... Who's mentioned death? You've just said death spell or cancer. I've never I d- did that. Uh, no, I've no, never... no, 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 no. This Isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting? I didn't mention a death spell. I thought you just said death or cancer. No, I said cancer. Yeah, but which... I didn't mention death. finishes in death. I d- it doesn't always. There's remission. Mm. You're, you're, isn't it funny where your head is? What you're, you're hearing that isn't being That's said. That's from my family background. The like normal people I've had with cancer. But you thought I'd said death. the word death. I didn't say the word death. It's, it, I think it's just because I associate that word okay. with death. All right then. Yeah. But I, you, you're obviously a very emotional woman. Yes. Um, and sometimes when we are emotional. We lose ourselves in rages and in tempers, right? Yes, yes, I agree with that. And I do not believe that you have not at some point in a, in a rage... Shut up! Sorry, my dog's trying to get his pennies with him. 
Put a hex on his throat. I will do now. Did you put a hex on his testicles and get them chopped off? He's already had that, There we go, you see. Um, I do not believe that in a rage, because I bet you get... Just just then when we heard you tell your dog to shut up, that was like... That was low level, but that was still quite fine. <laughs> I bet you get huge. That's because he left that puby we were up for. He's, he's embarrassed me tonight. So I do not I'm believe that you have that. not, in one of your wild, sweeping rages, um, no, done a really I've, bad I've spell on someone. Said, I want you to die. I'm not like... Can you do me a favour, Louise? Can you just, in that yeah. voice you just did it then, can you say midnight? Midnight! That's her. That's her. <laughs> 40 years later, we found her. You're the woman that phoned up my house and scared the life out of me when I was a kid. Did um, you get hexed as a kid? Yeah, we yeah, got hexed as a kid. Really? Well, in as much as someone phoned her... Here's the story, right? Someone... Uh, I, I was about six years old. And Ooh. it was late at night. We went for my dad to come home. I think Morecambe and Wise was on. And there was a phone call. It was quite, say, late. It was about nine o'clock. And my mum answered it. And she put the phone down. And she like, looked weird. And I said, Mum, wh- who was that? Who called? She went, oh, I don't know, but it was terrifying. It was this voice. And this, this woman just went, midnight. And then put the phone down. And I'll be honest, Louise, that is the single most terrifying... Shut that bloody dog. That is the single... Oh, it's a common witch. That is the single most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me in my life and the worst example oh of God. bad parenting of, of many. You know, this is from, from a woman who bit me to stop me biting my sister and the cat. Um, uh, <laughs> that was the worst bit of parenting she ever did. Oh, my God. OK, but what would you have to do to put a, spe- put a bad spell on someone? I mean, if, to, to, the, the, the worse the spell... Do you have to, like, you know, slaughter an animal or do it on a pentagram? I've never slaughtered an animal. I've never... I wear a pentagram. I've got one tattooed on my back. Oh, so you can do it on your pentagram? I've never actually... It's not answering a single question. an animal in it to... It was a bad spell on there, on there. No. But, no, well, that wasn't my question. What was your question? Uh, the then? question was... <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm a bit inebriated. There we go. I'm not as bad as some of your callers. Oh, though. God, trust me, you're one of the, the yeah. more sensible ones. The question was, the, is it the stronger the, the the negative spell, the more you have to do? For example, you know, if you were going to give someone a, a fatal disease, would you have to kill an animal? No, not at all. The simple way of breaking it down is um, spells of thought, and thought a word. If you remember it like that, everything you think is a word. Yes. And basically, your words are your thoughts, and your thoughts are a spell. If you can learn how to emit that out into the universe, yeah. sometimes it can be with positivity, sometimes it can be with anger, like you say, if you're in a bad mood, if you want to ex someone, that's all a spell is. Right. Basically, is with it, a few tools you, thrown in. Is it true? Like, got to have the elements at Can I ask a question, sure. Louise? Is it she true that whatever you. you put out, you get back? Threefold. Yeah, is that I've true? Never had that, I've never had that personal, like, like I said, I've given people sore throats, but I've never had a sore throat. If I give someone a sore throat, make it last a week, I've never had a sore throat for three weeks. Okay. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna. Okay. Um, We there's there's obviously one thing we have to ask Louise to do. So who (laughs) wants it done to them? 
Who wants a hex put on them? Catherine? Sam. Sam? Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> hang on, hang on a minute. I, I well, well, I've already done one thing. I can't let Sam have it. The thing I can do is sort of throw it at a minute. I'm still learning after five years. Oh, five, she's years. she's an amateur. This is it, you I said. I am an amateur, but well, it Put a hex on. Go on, do me. I don't mind. Do, all right, do a hex on Kath. I can't do it right now. Obviously, I've got things to do, but... What have you got to do? Day, she might have a bit of a sore throat, yeah. Sorry? At the end, of, what you say, did you say in a couple of days she might have a bit of a sore throat? <laughs> is that is that it? Is that's that, the one, yeah. Is that the spell? It'll get worse. Gonna be, is that don't, it? don't give All me. Right, you may I'll cough. Concentrate on cough tonight. Don't give me a really bad one. Just give me a little tickle. You want a really bad one? No, I don't want a bad one. Make make her lose her. Make her lose her. God bless. Make her lose her voice. I think I should get Ian, and then what's going to happen to your show then? Oh. You get one. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, get, just sign put, language or type. Put you? put one on me. Give me one. I'll give you both one then. All right. See what cheeky, cheeky. <laughs> uh, and um, sex magic? You into that? I've never tried it personally. I've read about it, but it's not something I thought I needed to ever try okay. because I'm awesome at it anyway. So you what? She's awesome. Well, it's anyway, so I never have to try it. So. <laughs> I don't think you're a real witch. But Louise, Louise is nice. Nice talking to you. Thanks very much. Ta-ta. Thank bye-bye. You. She's going to give me a sore throat from laughing. I, uh, she's also, I don't think... She, she didn't understand any of what magic was. Wow. Sex magic doesn't make you good at sex. So <laughs> <laughs> well, suddenly for. your boobs go massive. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, suddenly you're Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> um, Bing! We're going to go to a break in a second, Sam. Thank you, mate. Sorry, you've got, you're running around all over the place. I, um, I enjoyed that. Thank you, Louise. There we go. That was an hour. Funny. That was an hour. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, well, let's... Uh, so, <laughs> doing the spell is going, right, in day or two, you'll have a sore you throat. Might have you might have the start of a sore throat. <laughs> you might have the start of a sore throat. I've got one through from James. I've put a hex on you. You might get the mild sniffles in the next two or three years. <laughs> so, beware. <laughs> Guys, don't call in. Um, if you do, we might put you on... We probably won't. We're just going to sit here and chat for another hour or so. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, something weird has happened, right? And this isn't a thing. And if you're watching on Periscope, you'll have seen this unfold before your eyes. Okay? You can watch it on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. So tonight we've had um, Sam saying Bloody Mary three times into a mirror. Yeah. We've had uh, a drunk witch, sorry, a white witch, putting um, a hex on Catherine and myself. A white wine witch. <laughs> well done, well done, well done. And um, then we went to the news. We're not doing a normal type show tonight, because I, I, I just can't be bothered with it, right? And during the news, Sam popped his head round the door and said, did you order some food? We went, no. He said, oh, because reception have called up to say the food that you ordered has arrived. <laughs> and so suddenly we're starting to go, well, this is weird, OK? Now, this is a weird thing. So being, being the brave man that I am, I sent Catherine off 
to get it. You came back. That's a bonus. Cause yeah, they... Do you know what? I went downstairs with Pat from next door. <laughs> he was going really? down. Yeah, he was. I was about to get in the lift. And he went, oh, I'm going down to reception. I went, I'll come with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we didn't know if you were going to come back. And then, it, you know, half an hour later, I go, Sam, can you go and find Catherine? Then the end of the show to me. But we've done that one already. Um, and someone has delivered a Papa John's. It's not a Papa John's pizza. No, it's like a big it's, cookie. It's a giant cookie. And it's it's warm. Smells good. Now, uh, my... Who? Who's that from, though? Who is that from? My rule of thumb, because there's a great story, and it's it, a lot of it has been taken offline, I think, for legal reasons. You know you can go on, you can get... Um, if you've got enough money, you can get a lawyer, and they'll take stuff offline. Well, they request Google take stuff offline. But in 1986, Mike Mendoza, a famous um, radio host, used to work here, um, a, uh, a cream cake... That was a cream cake at the start of the show. He said, Oh, I've been doing a cream cake by. I don't remember it. I used to have it on tape. I haven't got it in. I've been doing a cream cake by Michael. That was Steve, wasn't it? Steve, Stephen in South London. So I'm going to chuck into this. And it had been laced with LSD. And it was when Mike was doing like a five hour show overnight or something. And by the end, it was a gibbering wreck. <laughs> he didn't make it to the end of the show. I think he got about two hours in and, and um, someone saw what was going on and steered him off. Um, so I'm always reluctant to eat food that has been sent in by a listener. But I don't think Papa John is a listener to the show. This, this can only be... Who's or someone's got a Papa John box. Oh, God, I bet... Let me just check Papa John does big cookies. Well, it doesn't taste salty, so that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Papa John. Let's have a look. Let's see if he does... See, if he doesn't do cookies, you're eating something uh, unexplained. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Howard Hughes says to the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on, let's see. And what we got here. Hang on, I don't want to register Papa John. I just want to see what you're selling. I would never think of getting a delivery from that gentleman. No. Or to go, mm, what I need about this time of night is a massive cookie. <laughs> I, it's, I'll be honest. That's amazing. Right, hang on. Let me look in here. I'll pretend I'm going to order and then he'll show me his wares. <laughs> hang on. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you thought the last hour was shambolic, you're now just listening to a producer... <laughs> Trying to find an online menu. <laughs> <laughs> Giant chop ki- choc chip cookie. It looks similar. You're probably safe. Do you want some? You want something else? Because still could have been put in it. Um, heroin. I'll, yeah. I- I'll be the judge of that. Seed. Cathol. Cathol. No. That smells fine. <laughs> Come on, Sam. We're all, we're all doing it. We're we're all taking it. It's delicious. A bit dry, but it's um, it's delicious. The best warm cookies. Thank you, sir. Are, there's, there's, we've got another piece each in there. The best warm cookies are from um, Domino's. You get you get four hot cookies. Oh, too much though. Oh, I know you don't. Well, I end up eating all four cookies. I love it. They are great, aren't they? Yeah, we always have to order a box each because we can never want to share. Oh, they're they're amazing. Although. When I was in the jungle, sorry to keep going on about it, everything seems to, to, to go back to that at the moment. Um, I, I, I'd noticed there's a gelato place near me in Windsor, right? A really nice gelato place. And I take the boys there, and the boys, despite all of these wonderful options, they always have um, strawberries and cream crepe, right? And we order, from the, we order from the adult menu. We don't go from the kids' menu. They want that. Um, 
And I noticed before we went away that they'd introduced hot cookie dough with ice cream on top, right, mm. as a thing. And in the jungle, I built this up into this big thing in my head, hot cookie dough with ice cream. What hot cookie dough? With, I would fantasise about it, because all you do is think about food a lot. And um, when I came out, one of the first days back, I took the boys there, and I had the hot cookie dough with ice cream. And it was a bit sickly. Yeah. It was really disappointing. So when I go there now... I've had enough of that. Yeah, enough of that? Yeah. Yeah. Full up now. When I go there now, I have a good old-fashioned banana split. I have a banana split. And do you know what? This is what got me thinking, right? And I, this time I had a banana split and it had loads of strawberries with it. And I thought, nah, even this is too much. They're trying too hard with desserts now. They're trying too hard to make them too fancy. I mean, the boys get these crepes and it's uh, you think, well, that's kind of the limit because it's continental. But these, these gelato places, you get these menus, these huge menus, and they're all these different combinations of... Um, you get the like um, ice cream in a waffle cone now, don't you? Um, you know, for, when I was a kid, an exotic ice cream was a Popeye, which was a which was a, a cone, a Mr Whippy cone with an ice lolly stuck in the the top. That was as exotic as it got. And all of this stuff now, I do think they try too hard. Too much choice. I I I just think you, you, everyone needs to just go back a bit. It's like um, what I would really like is for. Um, Someone to re-release an old album from the 60s or 70s just exactly as it was. No bonus tracks, no demos, no unreleased alternate mixes, no live... Nothing. Just release the album, because I'm sick and tired. Everything has got to have more and extra. And I, and I like these, these box sets with the extra stuff and all the <clears> big... But, but just, just release it as it was, guys. Thank also, sometimes there's a reason why it got left off in the first place. It wasn't as good as the rest. Yep. Um, there's a withheld number calling. Right. We'll try it, but be prepared for it to be someone unfunny. Hello, caller. Oh, they go. All right. Well, that was disappointing more quickly than I thought it was going to be. Well, these things um, often are. How's your throat feeling? I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it may it may happen in a day or two. Yeah, we just don't um, we just don't know. Um, no side effects from the Bloody Mary, Sam. No, but I keep feeling the need to look over my shoulder. Well, well you should do. See what's behind you. Um, <laughs> have you ever punched anyone? Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, I went to an all boys school. Brawls were a standard. Well, first of all, well done for using the word brawl. Yeah. Um, because that doesn't that wasn't expecting that to come out of a young man's <laughs> mouth. Um punch them with your full full force. Yeah. In the face? Um no, chest. I've not smacked on properly in the jaw. What does it feel like? It hurts your hand. Really? Yeah. And it didn't. It wasn't in the chest. The chest is a strange. He was place. a very tall guy. I wasn't. I was the wasn't the tallest of people growing up. I was always mm. really, really small. So were you just swinging? And, and so happened. yeah, it was literally just this went straight out in front of me, and I connected with the top of his chest. You don't. You never did a, 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 foot, a foot to the ghoulies. No, I wouldn't do that. Too gentlemanly. Mm. Um, Bruce Lee, of course. Jeet Kune Do. What's the uh, Krav Magra? You know Krav Magra? No. Isn't that what um, I thought you were Mossad? Isn't that what they? Oh, I wouldn't be able to tell you if I. Isn't that what they? Um, the, is, is Mossad the Israeli secret yeah. service? Isn't Krav Magra? I think is the martial arts. 
that they use. And basically, it's the same as like Bruce Lee's thing. Like anything is a weapon. Like so, you're gonna. So I've got I've got a pen here. That glass. That glass. Papa John's box. Papa John's Could box. Be a nasty paper cut with that. Uh, all of, all everything around everything around you, um, is a weapon, um, and, and can be can be used. And I I do think in a fight, I've never punched anyone. Um, I've never punched anyone, and it's my one regret. I've been punched. I've been punched hard in the face and knocked down. I've been kicked in the face oh. with a Dr. Martin boot on. It was horrible. I was getting dragged across a field by these um, young gentlemen that worked at a fair. Me and some mates, they were dragging us away from the fair into the darkness. And I thought, I'm going to get bummed and murdered here. And it was it was hor- horrible. And then some woman was walking a dodge. Oi! Oi! Oh, bugger off! Oi! And we got up and we ran away. Good God. Oh, it was horrific. Um, so I felt a boot in the f- in the face. Like f- imagine someone kicking you in the. F- I think they kicked me in the eye. I seem to remember in my left eye. Um, and it's it's some feeling. I mean, it really is some uh, some feeling. You feel alive when that's going on. But I've never punched anyone. Have you ever punched anyone? I I remember it's punching him, but I don't think I did. I think I probably just smacked him. Who? Well, when I first moved, no. there was this lad in my. Um, class who was just awful to me was like went out of his way just to be a shit every single day wow. like to the point where i didn't dare speak in front of it you know it was just i've just felt you know when someone comes into a room and you feel yourself shrink he can still do that now and he's grown up and he's probably all right now and probably yeah. doesn't realize the impact of what he did um but he was just awful you know took the piss out of the way i spoke took the piss out of the, the fact that i had started school the year before them so i'd like you know i read a book um, you know, took the Mickey out of my clothes. Just everything. I couldn't do anything. I, and I just wanted him... I didn't want his attention. I wanted to be left alone because he clearly didn't like me. But it was just all the time. And, and so one day, it was like after about a year or so of this... Yeah. We were in the dinner queue and I remember it and I remember exactly where I was because my daughter goes to that school now and I went in the courtyard one day uh, in the playground and I saw that place and I still felt that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And he started shoving me around and taking the mickey out of me again. And out of nowhere, I just sort of wheeled around and smacked him in the face. Wow. With the fist, open hand? Or I, th- with... I think it was a fist, but I can't remember. Because yeah. it was like red mist. And I, I've got quite a bad temper. <laughs> when I lose my temper, I yeah. lose my temper oh. and I'm kind of outside myself. Um, you know, that moment where you sort of hear someone talking and think, who's that? Oh, hang on a minute, it's me. Yeah. It was that. And I just remember him falling backwards. And he was tall compared to me. Um, and all his mates lo- laughed at him. He never spoke to me again. Wow. So it something worked. out of an 80s film. Yeah. And all that time, you know, mum's sort of going in and saying, you know, she's not happy at school, can we sort this out? And the teachers were sort of, oh, we'll keep an eye on her and stuff. And violence worked. <laughs> I think it does sometimes. I think it does. I think embarrassing him yeah. is what worked. Yeah. Yeah. And it- that was a definite turning point in sort of what happened to me at school. Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. Uh, I called earlier and I saw, I mean, I just had to say, it was all in jest. Uh, you were talking about swearing at celebrities, so I thought I'd be the clown who'd call in and swear at you, but people on Periscope are saying you took it a bit too hard. Well, did you drop, was, what, did you, did you drop the F-bomb? Yes, it was all in jest. Well, no, well, no, I didn't take it to heart. Um, it, it, a, it wasn't funny, and B, if that gets broadcast, then I could lose my job. But is that it after the watershed? There is no watershed in radio. 
Yes, well, I mean, like I said, you were talking about swearing at celebrities, so I thought I'd be the clown who would just call and swear. I, I mean, I was laughing as well, so, I mean, I, I respect you and I, lo- I love what you're doing, but, you know, I thought I'd just clear that up because people's periscopes... Well, I, that, I, appreciate, I appreciate you doing that. Would you like to apologise to the listener? To, OK, sorry, all listeners, if you were offended by that comment of mine. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Um, well, good, oh, good for him for phoning up, though, even though he phoned up from a withheld number. Um, hello, line two. Hello, is that you, Ian? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, really brilliant to see you getting Angel's Piano back on your show again. Sorry? Earlier on. What? You got Angel's Piano back on the radio earlier on. No, I don't think we did. Well, you were, you were speaking to her on the... by phone? What? You spoke to her by internet phone earlier on, didn't you? What on earth are you talking about? I don't know what an internet phone is. Uh, you spoke to angels earlier on, because I'm watching on Periscope. Are you watching an old Periscope? You're watching an old Periscope, you prune. No. Right. No, what? this is the second time you, the second time you spoke to no, us. No, we've not. No, it's not. We, no, we haven't. Oh. No. You're watching an old Periscope, mate. Oh, it came up on wrong on my phone. I do apologise, Ian. I do apologise. You absolutely... Muppet. <laughs> but thank you. We will, you it's a timely reminder. We'll, we will get Angels on again. She's great. Um, it's not funny watching a, an old show and thinking... Time it, travel. <laughs> time travel. Time travel. Have you looked into this dark on Netflix yet? Yes, I watched episode one today. What did you reckon? It was good. It's just it's frustrating only having seen one episode because yeah. obviously, like every single show, they just want to th- put questions around everything yeah, yeah, to yeah. keep you watching. And yeah, I I'm intrigued. I, I it does it's good. I you, wasn't expecting it to be German with subtitles, with yeah. like dubbed. Oh no! The, oh no! The, you the, can switch that off. Oh, switch off can get you the, get, yeah. the, get the subtitles? Because I didn't know about the dub because I watched it on my dub. phone and it instantly went to subtitles. Uh, well, when I watched it today, it yeah. went to the dubbed one straight oh, away. Oh no! And I had go, to to go s- along the bottom and, and there's like um, yeah, because that frustrates options. me. There are options. Go to subbies. Go to your subbies. Do that. It reminded me a lot, right? That the kind of and I said to you, it's slow, but it wasn't necessarily criticism. Kind of this slow pace, like flicking from mm. one set of characters to another, and sort of flagging up the relationships, and you realise, oh, hang on, that's that person's kid. Yeah. So yeah, it was a slow setup. It reminded me a lot of the Return, the French one that was on Channel Four a while back. I loved that so much. I'm trying to get Ian to watch that, but he refuses to because he refuses to watch anything I recommend. But I, yeah, I think it's um, it's going to be a belter. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. We're going to go to a break in a second, young cool. man. So go stand by your post. My sister, who normally agrees with me on things, hates it. Oh, she thought it was too slow. Um, she's wrong. She's wrong on that. It's a cracking show. Um, you're listening to uh, me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle. We've got Sam in, in here as well, although she's popped out to press some buttons. Um, we're just kind of having a a sort of late night. Um, I nearly said a late night jam session, but I don't even know what that means. Slow jams. <laughs> Trevor Nelson Trevor, slow jams. Trevor Nelson slow jams. Um, well, we're just having a chat and just seeing what we, we talk about. Um, not really taking calls. Occasionally, if I see a number flashing up on the screen, I don't recognise. I might put it through, um, or if they, you know it comes while there's a lull in the conversation, I might otherwise don't bother. Let us do the work tonight. Uh, this is the late night alternative on talk radio. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with. Ian Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. 
Go on, line one. Hello? Yeah. Is that Sam? No, it's Ian. Ian. Oh, hi, Ian. It's Sanchez just to say I'm not in the show. Thanks very much. Are you into black magic? No, but I'm interested in it. I just like listening to it. Sorry, I've got to turn the radio off. Okay. Yeah, I'm just into his, like, just what I just say, this year's brilliant tonight. Um, I don't know if it's brilliant, but it's, it's, it's something a little bit different. I don't know what to do for the last yeah. 40 minutes, Angela. What, what do you suggest? Carry on. It's quite interesting. Carry, carry on. on, isn't it? Carry on. Carry on. We'll carry yeah. on. Angela, thank you mm. very much indeed. Mm. We'll carry on. We'll carry on. Although I feel the, the, the chat about black magic is kind of, we've, we've, we've kind of, um, come to an end. I did have something I was going to say and I can't think, um, can't think what it was. We're doing our first um, rabbit hole recording uh, of the year this Saturday. Is it Saturday in Luton? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday at the Bear Club in Luton. Um, I think there's about 80... It's sold out. I think it's about 80 people that place holds. If you ever want to come to any of these silly things, Sam, just obviously just ask. If you don't want to, that's absolutely fine as well. But you'd be, you, you, and a, you and a friend would be very welcome. We give um, you a reduced rate and everything. Hey, we get this guy <laughs> for nothing. Um, so it's the first one. It, for those who don't know, The Rabbit Hole is a podcast that me and Catherine do, and it is a phone-in show, but we do it in front of a live audience, and we stream it on Periscope. And um, people can uh, can phone in. I've not checked the answer phone messages since before I went into the jungle. Oh, blimey. So I'm kind of dreading that because, well, I'm dreading it for two reasons. There'll either be none, in which case, all right, or there'll be just too many to um, sort through. And they'll all be kind of time sensitive and that time will have gone. But um, that'll be my mission tomorrow. Is anyone feeling a bit sick? <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, that's why I stopped eating cookies. You're feeling a bit sick? Have we been poisoned? Has your head always been orange? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, it has. Um, so we're doing that on Saturday, and um, then we're going to Dublin on the 27th. Yeah. We just booked the flights in the hotel. Belfast on the 28th. And then we've got Bath, and we've got London... And we've got Brighton. Uh, God, that's quite a few, actually, isn't it? Yeah. That's quite a few. And I kind of need to... I mean, we haven't recorded one since November. I think I might have forgotten how to do it. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about doing it. Because we we rock up. It's kind of like this show, in as much as we rock up with... Um, I make a few bullet points, literally write down two or three words um, on uh, uh, about stuff that might be interesting to talk about. Um but we don't have a show. There's no there's no act, you know, so to speak. And we do like two hours of no act, and that's quite a long time. Uh, to to well, I suppose this show is no act. Mm. You know, this show there, there is no act, and we do three hours. We do fifteen hours a week of yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. I suppose there there is a skill. I think to um um weaving. I was going to say weaving gold, but uh, it's perhaps slightly um egotistical but weaving weaving certain you know clothing out of thin air yeah that's what we're doing we're mm. making a suit every night out of nothing we're like making mail bags like prisoners do the prisoners actually do that they make headphones you know the headphones you get on um, airplanes no yes they are not yeah true really yeah because you know my sister used to be a flight attendant <laughs> 
And she used to be a prisoner <laughs> for smuggling drugs on one of her flights. So, <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how much do they get paid for that? Because they're really low quality. Those well, headphones. Pro- probably not a great deal, but enough to buy them some fags. Uh, you don't have to smoke in prison, is it? Oh, no, they're going to... You, you can now, but you, they're going to get rid of that yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, because it qualifies as their home, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's also someone's workplace. It's someone's workplace. Mm. Um, imagine, imagine being in prison for, like, years. I was... Um, I was in a thing uh, at the weekend, and there were lots of people talking and sharing their stories and stuff, and there's a fella I've not seen for years in there. Uh, not, not seen him for years and years and years. And um old guy, probably in his... Maybe in his 60s, I don't know. And he was saying about how he'd been away in prison for years. And it's not the reason I'd seen him. He'd been in prison... He's been in prison before, you know, before I knew him, probably. Yeah. And then uh, and I've just not seen him because I've not been to these places. And um, and he didn't say how long, but he, he said he'd been in prison for, for years. And he said it was it was a long time. And you think, flipping it, imagine... Imagine how how do you gird your loins? How do you steady your tiller? How do you f- get your head around the fact that you're going to be in prison for let's say ten years? Ten years, you know, as if, as if eight years is any easier than ten years. But, but that, in my head, that's kind of how it works. People be in prison for ten years. Mm. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah, how do you... Yeah. Do you know anyone who's been in prison, Sam? No, not at all. It's my big fear. It's my real big fear is either going to prison for a crime I've never committed or actually doing something stupid. Because so many times in my life, I have found myself stood outside an office thinking, "How, how... God, I've done it again. How the hell did I end up here? And it happened at school... It's happened in. Um, it happened at the BBC. You know, metaphorically stood outside an office. Um, it, it, it happened uh, um, at LBC. It ha- it's happened everywhere. I've, I've found myself just seemingly caught up in a chain of events that have ended up with me causing trouble. And, get, and of course, that the, the, the chain of events is is me. I am the chain of. I don't events. think that can be applied to BBC. No. I think it can to a certain extent. Not, not really. No, no, no. I think it can to a certain extent. I think it can to a certain extent. Um, I, they were wrong. Don't get, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not, not in any way. But you gave them the ammo. I, 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 sh- I, I would have played it differently. Mm. Looking back on it, I would have played it differently. I allowed my mouth to. to ca- I mean, they had no reason to, to sack me. They didn't sack me. They made it um, um, untenable for me to work there. Um, but I shouldn't have got as carried away as I did. But we didn't realise that that was. No, but, Possibility. but but still, but still. Yeah. Um, hey, Sanjay. Well, hello there. My granddad in the Second World War. Yeah, um, rather than going and fighting, um, he read the jurors and he figured that if he didn't get caught, he'd get a load of gold. And if he did get caught, he'd get sent to jail and he wouldn't have to fight. Are you speaking into your phone? Are you using your phone correctly? Uh, I might not have a great signal, but I do know which end I'm talking into. Okay, well, 
um, the signal is fine, but it's sounding very, very muffled, and I think phone technology is better than that these days. Oh. Ooh. You've had a bad night, haven't you? I can't understand what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. All right, I'll call back another day. Is that David? Yeah. Hello? Oh, man. What is this? Can you hear him now on the radio? Can you hear what he's saying to me? Yeah? No. Let's tell this interesting story about my granddad. There's no one there with you. No, you ain't that bad. There's no, there's no one there with you. Do you want to put them on? Yes, I would love you to put the person on you were just speaking to. Yeah, and if if and if they if they sound any different to you, it's going to blow my mind. And then you said Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well played. <laughs> Good effort. Well played. What a plum. That was wonderful. That was delicious. We're going to have another break, Sam. Sorry, dude. Uh, we're getting more... T- isn't it funny? Um, low numbers on the Periscope, which is fine. Just, I'm just saying, just saying these things out loud. But um, I've had about 600 tweets tonight from people. A lot of them from people saying this is the worst show they've ever heard, which is great, fantastic. You're, you can't switch it off, can you? Um, but a lot of people saying they're enjoying it. And, um, yeah, you know, so we've got another 30 minutes. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Paul Ross is on between one and five. Uh, Then between five and 6.30, it's James Max, uh, which I will never get to hear because, you know, not because I dislike James. I like James a lot. He's a really nice guy. I went to a Spice Girls concert with him. But but just uh, five to six thirty is a ridiculous time of the morning to to be alive, so um, it's been a long time since I've been up at then. And then of course um, Julia's uh, doing doing breakfast. Um, this is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. All right, um, the cookies are from Kadir. That's I'm going to be honest. That's weird. That's weird. That's made me feel uncomfortable. Please don't do that. Please don't. Because that's just a weird thing to do, man. Why would you do that? <laughs> that's a weird thing. Am I right, Cass? Is that weird? Am I overreacting or is that a weird thing to do? Um, I just don't really understand. I don't really understand it. I don't understand Kadir. Thanks, Kadir, but what What for? Yeah, I what, mean... What is your why? What is your why? So just you know, just a bit. Who's who's what's the no? This anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Were we talking about anything? Prison. Does anyone escape from prison anymore? Yes, open prisons. They disappeared. No, they? no, but not open prisons. Prisms. <laughs> prisms. <laughs> hey man, there was that lovely clip of um, Ed Doolan who died the other day. Old old boy. He was at BBC WM for ages. Then he got um, Alzheimer's. And I never met him, um, but he was his kind of spirit 
was was there when I was when I was. Caddick there. was upset about it. He rang up. Yeah, yeah, no, and and I bet, and and he was he was a good he was a good one actually. He was a good one, Doolan. Um, you know, towards the end, maybe maybe not quite, but he, he was a good one. He was he was one of the people that made speech radio interesting. And there was a great clip that Radio Four played from I don't even know when it was from. Let's say the nineties. It doesn't really matter. Of um, this prisoner who'd escaped. Have you heard it? Prisoner who'd escaped phoning up. Oh, what to say hello? Is that instead of putting his Facebook status like they do now? Ed Doolan, prisoner. Let's see if we can find it because it's a great. um, Oh, can someone? um, Can someone's listening? Someone's listening. Could someone find that clip, right? Because I don't want to say what happens and tweet me at Ian Lee. Um, the clip of Ed Doolan talking to the escape prisoner. Because it's brilliant. Wow. It is. It's one of those. And you think, oh, that, that is good. The way he handles it is absolutely um, uh, brilliant. If, so if anyone's listening or you're watching, if you can find it, I've just, just YouTubed it and I don't want to... Um, uh, hang on a minute. Let me see if you can find Ed Doolan. Escaped prisoner. Um, he was from Australia, seventy-six. His um, um, no. No, I'm not going to find it. If anyone can find it, it is. Um, it's a it's a really really great clip. They played it on um, PM on Radio Four, and it was it was brilliant. This this you know very troubled. He sounds like a young, you know, young person phones up and heads this kind of you know, very sort of strong, secure voice. It's great. It's great, and it for me it it sums up what what the the, the excitement of of what radio can do and why late night it was a late night show late night phoning radio man you're not going to get that on the breakfast show you know some guy phones up I've just escaped from prison you're not going to get that you're only going to get that at stupid o'clock um, which is now uh, so if anyone can find that and can tweet it to me um, that would I'm just cl- Click in, um, see if anyone has sent it. Uh, no, okay. Well, maybe, maybe, we, maybe we won't find it and we won't play it. Um, but basically, he, he uh, this fella says, I've, I've just escaped from this prison. And Ed Doolan says, Well, what are you going to do? He said, I don't know, I don't know. He says, Well, you've you, you got you to hand yourself in, son. Ah, I don't want to do it. He said, well, why, why don't you go? Um, why don't you go to um, why don't you just go to the nearest police station oh, I don't want to go to the police they're all pigs and bastards and I hate them he said well why don't you go back to the prison oh, I don't know maybe maybe I should he said well and Ed Doolan this is brilliant right and Ed Doolan says well why why don't I why don't I come and meet you and I'll take you back to the prison and the bloke goes nah d- how would that work he wow. says right he says right what we'll do is I'll finish the show. 
and we'll meet. I'll meet you somewhere, and I'll drive you back to the prison. And it'll be better if I'm with you. And and he he did. That he met the lad off air, and drove him back to the. Pri- I don't know if he drove him to the prison or the police station, but he did. He wow. took him in. He's like um, Dog the Bounty Hunter, but less of yeah. a knob. Yeah, I was, it's wonderful, and it's one of those things where if anyone did it now, it would be copying that. You know, yeah. and it's, you can't. You, you know, it's one of those things. And I was listening to it. And this, I was listening to it at ten to six on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was on PM. It wasn't Tuesday because I don't know wherever it was. And I was getting goosebumps knowing that it had happened twenty odd years ago. You mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I'm thinking, flipping it, where's this going to go? Oh, it was a great old clip. Um, and you know, where is where is that person going to come from? Next, because there are some old duffers at the BBC that don't really deserve to be there. I mean, Spendlove got the boot from the BBC twenty-five years too late, and he's popping up somewhere else. And I, you know, I don't want to badmouth anyone, but the, the guys are the guys are prig. And um, uh, there are loads, plenty of people in BBC who've been there way too long. But too comfortable, a lot of them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, well, but there are also some brilliant people who aren't getting breaks because those people aren't moving. Yeah, they aren't. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to be careful what I say, so I'm not going to say anything because, um, um, yeah, I know hey. I found that clip. Huh? That's new. Well done. Oh, thanks very much indeed. <laughs> well, I was about to be rude about someone we used to work with and then say something honest about someone else we used to work with that could be conceived as rude, but I didn't m- mean it as rude, so I stopped. Good. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> that's that's called um, growth. That's called growth. <laughs> Um, I'm proud of you. And thank, thanks, Kath. I'm, uh, uh, I'm, um, I'm learning. Uh, there were some actually some quite good stories in the papers. Let me do a couple of these. So I don't want Kiddies Cookie. That's weird. As uh, that's a weird thing, man. Now I've said that, of course, everyone's going to send us like <laughs> all kinds of sh- stuff through the the, 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 the post, and we get all kinds of deliveries. Um, Give it to Condi. You'll eat it. Yes. Monday. I do like a good story of someone getting bitten by a spider. Oh, right. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> isn't it, eh? My auntie oh. got bitten by a spider on a beach in uh, Fuerteventura. But do they have and she teeth? Got... Or pincers? Pincers. She got, um, what's it called? Then, is, it? Um, is it called necrotizing fasciitis? No. No, cellulitis. Okay. That's some sort of like flesh-eating disease, isn't it? Pub-goer Colin Finch was told he's lucky to be alive. I love stories like this, man. Cheats death. Um, after he was bitten by a deadly spy- spider while enjoying a night out with pals. Colin, 55. I tell you, this I'm so is, glad we know how old he is. This is a weird thing, right? Because <laughs> I've never really been in the papers. I've been in the papers, the, like the, the, the Nationals, twice. There was a third time. One was because I had a stalker. One was because I was naughty and I gave my phone number to, to a girl from Pop Idol when I was going out with someone. Um... That was the third time. I can't think what it was. Um, so I'm not used to being in that. So when you made that lovely scrapbook of all my Diamond Celebrity stuff, it's so weird seeing Ian Lee, comma, 44. It's the strangest thing, seeing it written down like that. You, you just think, what? You're so not used to being referred to... With your age. With, as, as name and age. And yet that's... Not since you were about five, five and a half. No, exactly. <laughs> that's what they do. I mean, they didn't get round to, you know, saying it lives in a million-pound house or anything, but they, they came close to it. Um, Colin, 55, was supping a pint when he felt a sharp sting on his left shin. Assuming it was a mosquito bite, Colin dismissed the pain and carried on drinking. 
But days later... Oh, I love this. He found a lump on his leg and it swelled to the size of an orange. Oh, uh, I was going egg uh, in my head, but an orange even bigger. He was rushed to hospital where doctors sliced open the lump mm. to drain the nasty wound. Colin from Bracknell, Berkshire said, I was told that if it hadn't been treated quickly, it could have been fatal. You don't expect to be bitten by a deadly spider in the local pub. You're right, you don't. I would sue that, whatever that pub was, I would sue their asses off. No, got, they didn't invite the spider in. He got lucky, because if, if he's not noticed it and sort of dismissed it, yeah. that could have carried on crawling up his leg and bitten him more. Well, imagine what it would have done he's to one of his nuts. Gone. Yeah, imagine. Jeez. Go outside, young man, and take us into an outbreak at your convenience. Um, another 20 minutes or so, and then we've got Paul Ross. What a night. What a night for chat. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, let's play... This is, this is the um, PM. This is the Radio 4 show that I love with Eddie Mayer. Five o'clock. Cracking listen. Um, and this is the bit about Ed doing this. Put your headphones on. This, this doesn't play the full thing. There's a longer clip floating around, but this gives you a little hint of it. Um, 01384. 482. 01384. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Four. And I thought they were going to hyperventilate. And then you walked into the room, and the room went electric. Now, this is, this is Ed Doonan, that's I from where speaking. we're standing. What's it look like from where you're standing? Because you know you have that impact on a room. I can tell you exactly what it's like when you feel it as you go in. You think, oh, my goodness, they're expecting so much from me tonight. Can I live up to this reception? And then suddenly the adrenaline begins to flow. And as you noticed, I don't like really speaking from a script because I think it dies, it's artificial. So I know what I want to say and then it comes out in the words. And I just believe that never take your eyes off people's eyes. You can hold them with your eyes, with your expression, with your voice. But once you look down at your script, you, you just can't hold them. No, like, but it's always, it's really very nerve-wracking. Really? Do you get nervous? Every single time. Really? Mm. Every because single you time. Because you have addressed parliaments all over the world, the United Nations, the great and the good. I shouldn't think a hall in Birmingham would, would make you overly jittery. You jittery? will not do your best unless you get nervous, because it just gives you that little edge, that little urgency. I'm trying to look for a, an old, a shop anywhere where I can get old typing ribbon for them. OK. <laughs> this There's is an outfit in the Dudley area Yeah. called Briarly Printers. Yeah. But phone them up on 01384. Hang on, let me write that down. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, 01384. This is a dying part of the oh, phony show. Yeah. Four eight two one oh nine. Can I read that back to you because I'm <laughs> I'm terrible at missing out numbers. Oh one three eight four eight one oh nine. Have I missed the four out? You missed a hell of a lot out. Start okay. again. Go on then. Do you trust me, boy? No, I don't trust anyone. Well, will you trust me? But you like the you like the, the filth, you. Well, yeah, but we're talking, Stephen, and I'm trying not. I'm I'm doing my best to try and help you. Now, will you believe that? I don't want to see you hurt, mate. I don't want to see you knocked around. I don't want to see you hurt. Steve, w will you go to a police station? Or, or is there any way we can get you safely to a police station? Can Alan drive you? Do you, do you want me to drive you? 
No, I'll be back tomorrow, tonight. You're going to go back to the prison? Yeah. Not to a police station? No. Where's the prison at, uh, Steve? Stafford. Watch, you get Alan to drive you, will you, or what? No, I'll get somebody else now because they're watching Alan. And they'd want nothing more than to get me when I was going there for their own satisfaction. Do you want me to drive you? I could get my own transport there. You sure? Yeah. Because no one will touch you if I'm there, boy. I've got a girl. Well, how, how do... If you want to take me, how do I get in, How do I sort that one out? Right. You phone me after the show. Ed Doolan, who's died at the age of 76. Gosh. Goosebumps, man. Isn't that great? Well. Isn't that great? I love things like that. Uh, yeah, so do I. And where's that happening? Where's that happening There's now? not room in most programmes because they're so heavily formatted. Now, um, uh, we'll take this, we'll take this, I don't really want to. Yes? Ian? Yes? How's it going, mate? So see me, do you miss me? No, mate, I don't. Um, but, yes, line two? Ian, hi, how's it going? <laughs> this guy, what, what do you want? I was just throwing up to have a chat, is that right? Go on then. Okay. I'd like to chat about podcasts. Okay. Uh, you've appeared on um, Adam Buxton's podcast, Scroobius Pips' podcast, Terrence's podcast. In kind of that interview context, is that something that you would like to um, pursue? Why do I feel slightly uncomfortable? I don't know. No. Why do you... Why, uh, why do you feel slightly uncomfortable? Something about this makes me feel slightly uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't know if it's my spidey sense. I don't know if it's just... Uh, I don't know. I, okay. I do know. I do well, know. I do know. It's because it doesn't feel like you're speaking, you're speaking English. That's why. That's why. You're not speaking English. You're not speaking properly. I'm a bit drunk. I'll give you that. There we go. There we go. I knew there was something. I, I never said I wasn't. No, you didn't. Fair. You didn't. But it's it's just set this just set me on edge. You're not speaking English. Try okay. and try and speak English. I know that's harder when you're pissed, but really try and speak English. Okay. So my my thing about this is that I watched you on TV when you were doing Rise years and years ago, and um, I related to you then. I didn't relate to you over the sort of Big Brother period. Not really interested in that. Uh, but then I got into Richard Herring's Last Square Theatre podcast, yeah. and I heard you on that, yeah. and I was, was really drawn to you on that. And then I heard you on Adam Buxton, and then I heard you on Scroobius Pips. And uh, I really related to you in the way that uh, the way you spoke on a interview from no. people who are celebrities to another celebrity, but you spoke in a way that wasn't about being a celebrity. You, you know what? You, you had it then. The, 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 the last um, ten words, you went back to not speaking English, but up until then, you were speaking English, and it felt much better. Okay. I felt much more relaxed. You sounded much more relaxed and engaged. And then towards the end, 
you knew you were coming yeah. towards the end of the sentence, and you 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 kind of you I you, panicked, you, didn't you I? did you yeah. did you did you you sort of froze again, and, I, and you suddenly it was robot, and you were not speaking English. Um, but um, well, I'm, listen, I'm glad you enjoyed Rise. I, Rise is a show that I'm really really proud of. Um, there was no reason why you should necessarily enjoy the Big Brother stuff. You know, not it, it wasn't for everyone, of course. Not not everything I, I do is not for yeah. everyone. Um, and I'm glad you've enjoyed. Um, the podcasts that I did, well, last year, the year before last, probably, 2016, that I did those mm. shows. But my, my question was, would you ever consider doing a podcast where you interviewed people no. like the way that Scroobius... No. No. no, you no. wouldn't? No, no, because there's, there's, there's a million podcasts like that, um, and, you, you know, I don't want to contribute... Uh, I, the, 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 I, the, there's no reason for me to contribute another podcast like that. So if I do... Uh, and I do the brilliant podcast with Catherine, the rabbit hole, and um, I've got a couple of ideas for some oh, yeah. other things that I might do. I might be doing one with Imani Coppler if we can ever pull our finger out and sort it out. Um, but the, the thought of doing a podcast where it's just me sat down with uh, another person for an hour, it, it's pointless. There are loads of brilliant people out there doing it already. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I just really... Um wanted to say that I like the way that you came across in those podcasts when it's a celebrity or someone of that nature yeah. having a conversation with another uh, person with a... Uh, so where uh, have you... Where have you um, that you're talking about... Where have you been tonight, sorry. then? Nowhere. So did you get drunk at home? Yeah. Okay, I'm not. Te- I'm not telling you off. I'm just curious as to what your um, what your evening has entailed. Are you all right? Is what well, I'm asking. That's what I'm asking in a roundabout way. And we do these roundabout right. things. And I'm just going to get straight to it. I say, are you all right, brother? Oh yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm an alcoholic, but it's in control. Wow. Wow. You can't have dead air, Ian. Come on. Oh, yeah, you can. It's you, isn't it? I remember. Um, so why have you really called in? Just about that. I don't believe you. What do you want me to have called in about? I want you to... um, Only you know why you've really called in. And this is why I love you. You're an alcoholic, but it's under control. Yeah. That's an oxymoron, isn't it? You're an oxymoron. Sorry? I said you're an oxymoron. Okay, well, you, you, an oxymoron means you've you've just done a, you've just said two conflicting sentences. Yeah, I, I, I know what it means. It was a it was a joke. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, don't, don't worry about it. Drunks making jokes ain't funny. Um. Okay. Well, I, I feel we've I feel we've reached the the end of what we can achieve with this. Okay. But Thank I, you for taking my call. I, I wish you the best of luck. You too, Ian. Cheers. Okay, man. Take care, brother. Bye, man. 
There you go, eh? There you go. Every, you know, there was so much in that call. And I knew it. Didn't know what it was. Did you feel it? Yeah, it was a bit dark. Mm. Did you start, feel it at the start of the time? Yeah. You got that vibe? Yeah. I was on edge. From the moment he spoke, I was on... Uh, was 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 tense. Something I knew there was something going on. Dark vibe. Um, you're developing the spidey sense, young man. <laughs> you're developing the spidey. The hairs sense. on the back of my neck started tingling. Yeah, yeah. And that again is the only. You can only get that call. It's six minutes to one on a Thursday night, Friday morning. That's the only time you're ever going to get a call like that. And um, it was. Um, oh look! Look at Wasim. Ian, that was mean-spirited, and I do feel you're getting pompous in your old age. There we go, pompous again. I'm done with your show now. Um, Jesus, you came on with an attitude, Wasim, and you're the... I'm going to say it. You're the most irritating caller um, I've had. Do you know what I mean? uh, Just good. I'm glad you're done. Jesus Christ. Entitlement. Entitlement? What entitlement? Oh, man, that guy is nuts, isn't he? There was something... Um, I was listening to Adam Buxton the other day and he was talking yeah, about on, how, my shoes on while you talk. how um, weird it was in yeah. podcasting, and I think it applies a little bit to what we do as well, how people get really um, possessive about something that oh, yeah. actually is something they get for nothing. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, because... And I, I get that. I get that, you know, I get possessive about stuff. For a long time, I was very possessive about the monkeys, yeah. and um, uh, you know, and other things. Um, and I get that this is a very intimate thing, but th- there is a real. I tell you what, we've we've noticed with this show in particular, more so than the Three County Show, more so with with when I was LBC and stuff. And I wonder if that's. We've got literally two minutes, so Sam, you might want to move next door. Um, I wonder if it's due with the advent of, of Twitter and Facebook. We haven't got time to even address that. Is um, that 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 sense of entitlement? Maybe this is something we'll look into. That sense of entitlement that um, some people think, and I would say that Wasim is one of those. And I'm not saying this to have a go at him, but and not everyone's like this. No, 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 no. Um, that. Um, because they've been listening longer, although he's not been listening very long, or because they because they think that I connect with them on a on a on a directly that they have some form of ownership over me or you or the show or the content, and when the show or me or you does something that they don't like. Um, they take it very personally and they get very upset and they can get very, very angry and they can throw their toys out of their uh, the pram or they can send abusive um, messages. Or, quote-unquote, criticism. Yeah, criticism and stuff. Uh, 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 and it's, it's... I find it endlessly fascinating. Endlessly. It's not the last we've heard of Wasim. And, uh, you know, I just... Listen back to the call, man. It was You came on with an attitude and it's, it's not that kind of show tonight where... Um, Anyway, I don't want to make it about him because it's it, it's not about him. But um, yeah, one of the most annoying people we've ever had phoning up this show, um, and it may have been—I think it may have been him that sent the cookie. I'm not sure. Anyway, whoever whoever sent us food—that's a weird thing to do, man. And I can only think less of you. And and you know, and then there'll be the entitlement that we didn't take it the way it was intended. It was a nice thing to do. Why didn't you take it as a nice thing to do? Because it's weird. That's why. Anyway, tonight at 10 o'clock, we're going to do three hours of calls straight to air, old school, classic. 
Um, have a little practice, you, you know, get your stuff ready that you want to do, or just phone up and do a brain fart, man. It's all groovy. Thank you, Catherine. Sam, thank you very much. Nice to have you uh, in here. Don't forget, you can go and download the podcast from um, iTunes or your usual podcast provider. Paul Ross is up next. Ta-ta!